Welcome to Probing Deeper, your first Patreon-exclusive Probing Ancient Aliens piece of content this month. Today we're going a couple knuckles deeper into the paranormal alien crossover extravaganza sensation, Hellier, Season 1 and 2, Master Discussion. Oh, hell yar! <laughs> yeah, that's my pirate name, is Hell Yar. Go to Hell Yar. Yeah. 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 I'm Irish. <laughs> oh, 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 fuck. <laughs> Which is how we started the app. Yes. Um, yeah, we just finished our recording, our normal episode of Probing Ancient Aliens. Episode 111. Wow. The uh, Decoding the Cosmic Egg. Dakota um, Fanning. Yeah, Dakota Fanning and her cosmic egg. Um, a pedophile story. Yeah, but we uh, we talked about this today at work, going, what the yeah. fuck are we going to record, and how do we save time, because we both have a lot of travel coming up, as we Stuff talked about on things. the, the uh, normal app a few minutes ago. But uh, I'm going to Mammoth from Thursday to, which is a mountain. Uh, and I've been out. Yes. So. Yeah, I was um, having Scottsdale, Arizona. Yes, and then uh, you're going to Europe to Stabio and yeah. Lecomo. Yeah, that'll and be George a Clooney. deeper march. Yes. But uh, isn't it this, what second week of March? Something like that. Yeah. So we'll have to do some cording up there, but yeah. we want to make sure we get these two episodes out to you because legally we have to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you to sue us. Um, unless it's for rape. Yes. <laughs> At least then we, we had a good time. Something. Yeah. <laughs> we made a difference. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, I've talked about it a little bit on the show here and there the past month or so. Um, but uh, this Hellier thing uh, has become, become kind of a bubblegum crisis, my favorite anime porno. All right. Uh, hentai. Um, hmm. I love a nice hentai tea. <laughs> yes, that's nice. Hentai, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, it is funny that a lot of people think that all hentai is tentacle porn. Yeah, but that's it's just not. their base, like, oh, tentacle right. porn. It's like, and I'm sure there's a Japanese name for tentacle porn, but yeah. that's a specific fetish. Hentai just means animated porn. It's yeah, yeah, anime yeah. porn. Right. You know? There's a so, lot of weird shit in there. Exactly. But uh, it's not just tentacles, yes. my friend. It's demons that are hundreds of years old that look like children. Yes. It's brother sister stuff. Yes. Mommy brother well, stuff. Well yeah, like <laughs> the I remember I might have told the story a long time ago. One of my first Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con trips, ninth or tenth grade, mm-hmm. uh, there was an anime booth and they had a whole hentai section not hidden at all. Like it was literally right next to it was, oh, yeah. it was two thirds non hentai and then a third hentai. And it was all had these cards uh, the DVDs were all kind of laying like dominoes that fell down. Mm-hmm. And then you have these little cards that were like the genres in there. Right. And that's where I first saw things like mother, son, <laughs> animals, <laughs> like yeah. all the, I'm like, Very oh weird. boy. And yeah. that was like on the cusp of now porn today is all about incest right, porn. Right, right. <laughs> um, but, uh, step, step, you yes. know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the Japanese. Very hyper specific with their fetishes, and they go yeah. very deep into that mm-hmm. specific thing. So, yeah. um, sounding, yeah. inverted nipples, like all, all these things Much are like a whole. Please, <laughs> Star Wars. <Yeah. laughs> um, but uh, anyway, why are we talking? Oh, because people think all hentai is tentacle. Exactly. Porn, but, uh, uh, I remember Le Blue Girl was big back in the day. That was one What's of the, the most... It was a very mainstream hentai back in the day. So, like, on early porn sites, if you looked at the hentai section, it was, like, Le Blue Girl and, like, the porn bubblegum crisis. Yeah. There was, like, these 10 videos oh, that were all 
bootlegged and shared on the early days of the well, pre-YouTube days of the internet. And then there's also hentai like comic books, mm-hmm. like actual because manga yeah. is hentai manga. The, yeah, exactly. The yeah. Uh, comic book or form. Of I think anime. technically, what are they, they call it? Eros manga. I have zero idea. <laughs> Just like yeah. okay. Um, but using great. the Latin, using the Roman Latin term for mm, <laughs> love or something, yeah, romance. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Steve finished uh, season two of Hellier and season no. one, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. finished season two, and I was like, great. Now we don't have to watch something before and take notes, yeah. so uh, we can just talk about pop music. Crush, crush. So pop marks now. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hellier in a nutshell is this. Well, on the meta description. Uh, you know, for SEO. No, yeah. uh, is was a YouTube series that came out in 2018, and it was free. It was five episodes, very well shot, like very nice cameras, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Known paranormal investigators. Yes, yeah, starring right. Greg and Dana Newkirk, who are a paranormal powerhouse. They, mm-hmm. if you go to weirdhq.com, um, they have. Well, I thought it was Week and Weird, but actually their whole website is called Planet Weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Week and oh, Weird right. is their weekly like news update they've been doing for many years, mm-hmm. and um, they also host a traveling paranormal museum. Right before Zach Bagans did it, yeah. but uh, but is but his isn't traveling, right? His no, is just his is stationary. Straight up, stationary. Yeah. Because um, uh, I don't want to travel. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't like flying, even though I'm on the travel channel. Yeah. That's what's so insane about Ghost Adventures. It's like, these fuckers, flights are probably so cheap to book for their talent because they just book all the... Every fucking show is flying somewhere. It's yeah. like, their account probably has billions of free miles or something. It's like, even then, yeah. you make a fuck ton of money off these shows. Yeah. Like, it's not billing you personally. Right. It's but your it's, dumb but, show. But Zach Bagans yeah. won't fucking fly, apparently. Right. So... Um, Anyway, but uh, yeah, uh, Greg Newkirk and Dana Matthews Newkirk, and she's Canadian. Apparently, they got married, and he lived up there for a while, and right. then she came out was here, in so. yeah Canada because I, I think during season one it was like a weird. They're trying to be in Canada, but then they're not, and then they end up back down in Ohio. Yeah, they talk about because in season one they talk yeah. about the local people where who who could be fucking with them, and it shows Canada exactly. Yeah, but then by season two they're in. Back in Ohio. Well, like all the house, the house that they show them from season one on is it always keeps saying Cincinnati, Ohio next to it. But as they confirmed on Twitter, because uh, they're like at least Greg Newkirk's nice enough. He talked to me a few times on Twitter, which was very kind of him. But uh, he, uh, Dana, his wife, confirmed they actually live right across the, the river in Kentucky. Technically, mm. she made some post where she's like. I love winter in Kentucky. Like, I love the trees like this. And, then, and everyone was like, all these new fans are like, wait, the show says you guys live in Cincinnati. And he's, and they're like, oh, we live a mile away. Like, because, like, like, Cincinnati in whatever that city is in Kentucky, they're literally, there's a, a very small little river, and it's like small bridges to go over yeah. it. I when, I when I did the Flying Pig Marathon, I didn't run the marathon, but right. I was working an event for our old shoe company that we worked at. But uh, that is right by the Cincinnati-Kentucky border. So... Mm-hmm. Um, but the rent and the housing is a lot cheaper in Kentucky than in Cincinnati. So lots right. of people that live in Cincinnati or that work in Cincinnati live in Kentucky and whatever. Yeah. So because um, something was brought up there, they're like, we can't leave Canada because they're yeah, like yeah. naturalizing, and then something happened where right. they like both came back to the U.S. anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so whatever settled in yeah. the Cincinnati area uh, now. So because um, it always it constantly shows them driving across the bridge, the big bridge from their area of Kentucky to Cincinnati. Right. So, um, but yeah, they, they like, they, I don't know, you don't have to get a whole full history of their lives, but they basically met 
running competing ghost hunting websites. Mm-hmm. So she was in Canada, he was out here. They met online, fought with each other, then fell in love, whatever. Right, right. History. And then they brought in Carl Pfeiffer and Connor. <laughs> Carl Pfeiffer. He's like a real nasally little, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, we were trying to do. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, I mean, he kind of seems like an asshole, but yeah. not like. Classic like barbershop. Um, what's the guy that uh, James or uh, Jeffrey, Jeff Corbell. Dahmer. Yeah, no, Corbell. Yeah, with the, Jeremy Corbell. Jeremy yes. Corbell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of an asshole, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, just that very clean cut, and like he like seems like he's into it, but then he's like maybe not really. He's just kind of there because he's it's a cool thing to do. Yeah. But like, or he how... just seems to be into being a filmmaker. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's like this is a I'm cool thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. What his intentions truly are yeah. behind it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I've seen them in some interviews. I, I watched like five minutes of a couple today, and he yeah. seems pretty. He does. He seems into it, but also about the the meta the kind of artistry and, about yeah, it. Yeah. Like where he's just like he wants to capture all the stuff in a really real way or whatever. Because yeah. um, this could be something. Yes, and then and then his pernable partner, yeah, Connor J. Very Randall. excitable. Yes, uh, he's a little guy. He is his. He's Carl's friend. They live close by to each other in Colorado. They're like a Colorado-based team. Mm-hmm. And they, not that they're huge, they got big from Hellier, but right. um, their biggest project was Secrets of the Stanley. So the um, the Stanley Hotel, which is the one featured in The Shining. Right. Or sorry, the one The Shining's based off right, of. Right, right, right. Uh, the, the outer ho- shot. The hotel that they shot was a different hotel. Because um, there's some, there is a hotel in Colorado that's like the out shot and exactly. then the inside the interior i feel like was shot yeah. somewhere else but the, i could be totally wrong because the stanley's not nearly as big as the movie makes the hotel out to right, be right 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 um not that it's small but it's it's like a mid-size almost bed and breakfasty seeming hotel or something mm-hmm. but anyway um I like it looks it looks like there's only like three stories not like 10 like the right, fucking right. other hotels Some, yeah have, crazy uh, insane the movie makes it look like but um Connor Randall was a docent for years at the hotel, so that's how he got into he a how he got access, but b and and for those that don't know, a docent is like the the an employee of the place that's supposed to be like a, a, the expert on the place, mm-hmm. and a lot of, mostly for historical places, right? So they can you know they can give people tours or, yeah. or or people walk by and they go, oh well, this is the artifact that did this, and this is crazy. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, he's very like. He's a very sincere seeming guy. Yeah, he's like very sweet. Yeah. Not like innocent naive, but just like right. really into this, really wants yeah. to figure it out, really wants to be there. Yeah. Like a different vibe than the bearded guy. Than Carl, yeah. yeah. And not yeah. and not only because he's very like he's kind of small, like he's yeah. a little he's on the shorter side, very thin. Yeah. He has a little kid look to him. Yeah. Um <laughs> but he's I'm a he, big boy. But he se- he seems like again, not naive, but like the most just, just totally sincerely yeah. excited Juiced and up. down the yeah. rabbit hole for this, but and also like maybe the most like, like the heart of the crew, like the right, most right. like empathetic I'm and compassionate piece and it stuff. All together. Yeah, I now my Catholicism <laughs> gets in the way sometimes, <laughs> but I believe in a good energy. Right. <laughs> I Connor. just want to know. That's not to get into it. and begins every sentence. Connor. Because that's all I think about is just like Connor him going, Connor, yeah. Connor, Connor. Because uh, no, you got very obsessed with that. Yes. And then I was like, yeah, that's a thing. Because yeah. he always has his teeth out. Yeah. Like he has a very open mouthed, 
Um, I guess this would be a better for Twitch oh, visual, but, but but he has a very. Yeah. <laughs> we'll post pictures of us yeah. doing Connor Randall mouths. <laughs> it's just like the yeah. ten <laughs> different <laughs> shots, like <laughs> all the different syllables yeah. syllables of Connor. Yeah, my pants is down in one. <laughs> oh, syrabur. Uh, <laughs> he he actually looks like a, a step cousin of mine. Oh, uh, I'll have to so you could fuck right him, and exactly. it would be erotic, not right. illegal. It would be funner to yeah. sucker this old Connor and. Steve and I were in the pool, and <laughs> I saw him stand up, go to the diving board, and just drop Trow. his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and he was wearing jeans. It was wild. It was yeah. just wild yeah. in, in the pool. But I thought that was something only you know poor people did, but they couldn't afford those bathing suits. But he just dropped them from his butt and... Busted a nut. He really, wow. He wrapped the step cousin. Yeah, he does because he's got the big mouth and the kind of yeah. like look. And he looks uh, like, the, but he doesn't uh, sound like him by any means. He looks but. like the Fay version. Like if he was a a gnome or a fairy folk, like on the right. cover of those books we saw, Contact in the Desert <laughs> of Con. How the redheaded children can talk to you. <laughs> Yeah, one. it's just a book about how to not be racist to gingers. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talking oh, to redheaded children—they're not fucked yeah. up. <laughs> not just the stepchild you hate. <laughs> um, but uh, that is such a weird fucking thing. Like, yeah. I'll beat you like a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> yeah, like is that mean? It came. Is that? It's got to be like, like a, it's got to be like Irish? a filthy Irish thing. Or right, something, right, right. You know? Oh, I married this Irish whore who had a bunch of kids. <laughs> right. And yeah, it's like why do you hate their kids so much? Well, they're not mine. That's true. Um, yeah, maybe it's more of a comment on the deadbeat Irish dad that knocked yeah, her up, and now you're yeah. inheriting his problems or right, something, right. and the redheads. But then wouldn't the wife maybe be a yeah. chance of being redhead, too? I'm going to beat know. you like a, f- <laughs> a fanged-tooth brown kid, <laughs> stepchild. Or you mean the Latino child? Because <laughs> <laughs> I always have fucked up teeth, some of these kids. Well, it's all the sugar they ate from those exactly. trucks, you know. Yeah. Chupa, chupa. <laughs> now we sound like mothers. Exactly. Uh, and very racist. Well, they're eating I'm all sorry. that sugar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, just drowning in flaming Ooh. hot Cheetos. <laughs> and chalupa or whatever. Not chalupa. Yeah, chupe. Chupes. Chupes. Yeah. yeah. Suck, suck. Yeah. Um, but uh, as a homeless man once offered to do to me for $5. There you go. In the porn section of an adult video store, or as, uh, of a normal video store. Duh, <laughs> winning. <laughs> yeah, it's in the adult section of the porn shop, because there's the child yeah, section, exactly. and they just got to keep the cops out of there. Right, right. That's <laughs> they label it the trans very, section. Yeah, very rough. <laughs> to yeah. keep the riffraff out of there. Well, Only they're the transitioning really from know. children to, to exactly. adults. Yeah. yeah, it's the actual illegal teen section. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Um, but they, they team up. It seems like they, I think they say something to the effect of like, well, yeah, we got Carl because he's just such a great filmographer. Yeah, he's, he's a great documentarian. Up, yeah. So Or that guy. Yeah. Sorry, um, my wife and I watched like, they're not really episodes of these seven minute segments of Spirits of the, or Secrets of the Stanley. Mm-hmm. Could it be Spirits of the Stanley? Whatever. Nah. But it's on. That's I feel like on, it is Secrets. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. That's on YouTube too. And it's like Carl, Connor, and his girlfriend, um, right. Carl's girlfriend. Now, no. I have a girlfriend, too. She's and I bring her into the very end of the series to yeah. help me with some cipher work. And she's more attractive <laughs> than I thought. Yes. Uh, and also, she's in a band called The Ghoulies. Ooh. And uh, we all know that even though I'm Catholic, yes. I <laughs> still like to pull a little tail and yeah. get some of that. Band loving pussy, you know. Band love the fan <laughs> pussy. Yeah. Wait, he's in the Ghoulies or she is? He is. Oh, okay. He's a drummer. Yeah. You know, these 
googly snarl. You started sucks. going like because <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. he goes almost out here. Yeah, and he maybe was into some sort of demonic things with the ghoulies yes. and pulling asses. Right. Now, <laughs> now the medical field here in uh, Central Colorado has uh, dubbed a unique condition based off of my bloodline, and they call it Randall Mouth, <laughs> where young children, sometimes they don't grow out of it, but they uh, smile and talk through their teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they learn it from family gatherings with me. <laughs> when your mouth outgrows your face. Right. And it's a really interesting <laughs> conversation about nature versus nurture. Like, yeah. do they have it because I'm a fucking freak? <laughs> Such a nice man. Also, no, when his girlfriend, yeah. he's like, my girlfriend, I'm like, I, I was like, liar. liar. <laughs> yeah, you get the Fuji Burger Joey thing of, uh, what the fuck is she doing with that guy? I'm fucking better looking than that guy. This guy doesn't need a lie to make friends. If I was single, I'd fuck him. <laughs> um, I'd cream in his marks. Yeah. But all, he also has a very young look because he looks like he had horrific acne growing yeah, up, which yeah. really sucks for him. But he has <laughs> huge pock marks looking. all over his face. <laughs> yeah. I did. But. Yeah. But that's that's one of the many things that probably made him a nice person because you yeah. can't go around being an asshole if, if you have acne or you're fat like me or whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> if you have a huge cock like me, that <laughs> yeah. protrudes your pants. Oh, yeah, oh, God. such a curse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Connor probably has a big hog for he, a little guy, I, I guess, and I thought yeah. that too. I was like that skinny guy dangler exactly. thing. Exactly, <laughs> he's got a big old thick eight incher at least. I'm um, dropping a huge googly. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> uh, Li is yeah. my sticky wet Chinese cousin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, classic Guli. He just walks around, man. Oh, 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 because oh, yeah. I make everything wet. <laughs> oh my god, they're eating her, and they're gonna eat me. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's uh, was that Goblin Two or whatever Something it's called? Like that, yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, they team up. Speaking uh, of goblins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they team up because the impetus of this entire series is uh, Greg Newkirk ran a paranormal hunting crew back when he was a teenager. And, it's, and the, you know, he's like poking fun he at himself by step. showing his old website. So his old website was still up as of 2012. Yeah. Um, he went back to check it in like what was it 2015 or early 2016? I, I think he or would 2016. Like, yeah, he would upkeep it and just kind of make sure yeah. it was still running. Because he literally like, why he, not? He said like I got a notification that uh, I need to pay for the server costs again or the hosting yeah. costs or and he's like maybe I'll just go and kill the website. But let me yeah. just do one last check, see if there's anything in the email that was attached to the website. Yeah, see if it wasn't anyone, like he tied it to Gmail or right. anything like he's that. He's like see if anyone commented anything, whatever. Do one last yeah. check. So he's looking through the site in his email. And he gets and he's there's an email from 2012 in there right. from a guy in Hellier, Kentucky, who claims that he and his daughter and wife and dog have all been having these frequent, very scary experiences with what they're calling these little goblin creatures. Yeah. Three-toed um, goblins. Yeah, three-toed goblin creatures. It's very important to the whole yeah. thing. Three-toed goblin creatures. Um, and it's happening nightly. It's kind of like Mothman yeah. style, where it's like super frequent. Um, they seem like kind out of, of nowhere. Yeah, they seem like kind of assholes. Like they're like tapping yeah. on the kid's window. They stole his dog, or the dog ran away. Right. Um, and it's signed by this guy. Uh, it's Terry Rist. Right. No, is that the first Terry guy Rist that did is it? who he talks to? That's it's right. the other guy is a real name. Yes, sorry, but it, sorry. It's, it also is like some sort of. I mean, obviously. Okay, 
obviously we're going to have a lot of spoilers. So if you haven't oh, yes. watched this, yeah, I could even call this want, like a spoiler cast, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. and you want to watch it, then right. watch the whole season and series first because right. we're just going to talk about all of it yeah. and. I, I did this where I listened to a season two yes. recap. Oh, yes. And then yeah. went back and it was actually fine. Yeah. Um, but just as a heads up for those who care yeah. about that kind of stuff. Um, treat Let's treat like the next 30 seconds as I read just the about section real quick on their website, what it's about. Treat that as like your spoiler warning, whatever. Because this is all Well, I mean, on from the here website. on out. Yeah. yeah. This is all on fucked. the website. There's yeah, the first yeah, paragraph yeah. of about. Right, so right. the premise for season one, in 2012, Greg Newkirk received an email from a man calling himself David Christie, right. who claimed that he and his family were being terrorized by unearthly creatures by night. After exchanging emails, David disappeared. So remember... Four years go by, and he reaches out yeah. to David Christie on the off chance that this story like creeps him out. Right. And usually he's a ghost hunting guy or maybe even a Bigfoot guy sometimes. Yeah, somewhat um, paranormal. But there's a lot of crossover with alien stuff, yeah. and this is really a, a mix. Of, that's what I loved about the series overall is that it's a mix of everything yeah. paranormal. Because they, they call that out early on where they're like, oh, the Bigfoot guys don't talk to the jerk-off right. guys, and the jerk-off guys don't talk to the Bukaki guys, right. and the exactly. Bukaki guys don't talk to the The mother-son guys. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, um, but basically all the, all the different types of paranormal slash whatever yeah. don't all communicate and they all just live yeah. in their own little silos even though it could all be connected because people go like oh Sam Squanch yes. Sasquatch yeah. is is an interdimensional traveling exactly. being yeah. and that's why you can never find them because right. they're like jumping through portals yeah, and doing they're crazy phasing shit. in and out of fucking so like yeah. someone who's into UFOs might not think about Sasquatch and someone right. who's like a pure Sasquatch might not think of like time travel and portals because right. they're just looking for actual creature. Right. But technically, you could argue all that connects because there's these people that believe this one through line of right. them all. And, and it's all tied it, it's all tied together by the term that I've, I've found in right before watching this because I found these guys on Somewhere in the Skies with Ryan yes. Sprague. Because so there's an episode fairly recently that had Connor and Greg Newkirk. I got to figure out my 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 Greg Newkirk. I said Craig. My Greg Newkirk impression is more not really how he sounds because he has kind of a normal, maybe slightly nasally yeah, voice, but yeah, normal yeah. voice. But it's it's more about like the cadence of it. He's yeah. like, and so you have this and that, yeah. And what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? It's right. it's like all these like big starts right. and yeah, stops yeah. and starts and stops. But uh, yeah, it's almost uh, who's the dickhead with the hair and sausage fingers? Uh, <laughs> Wait, who's the Hair and sausage fingers. Yeah, Comb someone forward. I know or movie or what? Uh, ancient astronaut theorist. Wait, I was talking about Mars. Fucking oh, 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 Barra, Barra, Mike Barra. Because you, had, yeah, you had a little Barra yeah, yeah. there. Because exactly, it's yeah. a little that, but then yeah. not as like. Uh, uh, like and I that, think Barra you know? is also an Ohioan as well. Mm, pretty mm-hmm. sure. Um, but uh, that's where he lives with his weird brother that looks just like him. Oh God! <laughs> but does, yeah. seems to not have a job or anything. <laughs> yes, he and his brother divorced. Yeah. <laughs> the first brother brother divorce in the state of Ohio because they work so hard to pass the law to let yeah. brothers marry each exactly. other. Exactly. Well, uh, that's what a PTR would <laughs> ask as a joke. He's like, "Well, the only what what why don't you have uh, incest? Why isn't inc- why is incest illegal? Right? Uh, it's because you would make genetically deformed children right. and pass along. So if that's the truth and the right. case, then why should incest amongst homosexuals, uh, homosexual siblings? Right. Be illegal. Yeah. Twins. There you go. Um, but uh anyway, uh <laughs> what the fuck I was I was so I was reading this. Hold on. Oh, sorry. That's all tied together by the term we'll probably say a lot of high strangeness or just strangeness well, in general. Or the term they lit that they get a bunch of shit for and they even I think joke about it is 
Synchronicity. Synchronicity. Yeah, say it together. Uh, <laughs> come on, come on. Do it again. Three, two, one. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. <laughs> uh, yeah, they use that term forever, but in terms of all the paranormal yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. is like they they like whenever an experience call that is happening, high strangeness, where right. it's like there are strange things that happen. Like, oh, how is this? There's there's a, a mangled fish on the side of a river, right. but this fish doesn't even like that's really strange. Like whatever, yeah, yeah. that could probably be explained. How they right? get there and yeah, right. But then high strangeness is like again, you're getting into like there literally is no knowable way that this should have happened in normal physical ways. So, right. um, or things just start connecting, and that's where the synchronicity right. or whatever. But it's like multiple things mm-hmm. are weird. Yes, and like uh, and so I was because of that the somewhere in the skies episode. I started looking into that guy John E. L. Tenney, right. who has like a little cameo in this in the episode five of the series after they have this crazy spirit box session and mm-hmm. phone call and stuff, uh, or they call it a ghost box, the, right, the right. Estes method, which we'll talk yeah. about. But um, uh, John E. L. Tenney is this guy that does like all of these like almost like speaking tours. He has a blog, he had a podcast, all this stuff about high strangeness in general, but he's pretty well respected because... Is that the guy who calls everyone assholes or something? Kind of, Or yeah. weirdos, like we're yes. all weirdos yes, or something, Yes, exactly. Right? And he also had an episode with Ryan Sprague. The first right. somewhere in this guy's I listened to was his Where they were drinking post, or whatever. post-con, some some con in the Midwest, I think. Right. Where they were having, like, you know, a drink at the bar. Cocktails. Yes. Cocktails. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> getting into yeah. oh, hello yeah, territory. Yeah. But, um, uh, but, yeah, he was really interesting because he's – Similar to us in the sense that he's like, I mean, obviously smarter than us about all this stuff, but similar to us that he's super open-minded, but also if he's going to truly say that something's real, you do need evidence, but he might treat evidence as a hundred people had the same stories about this story. He's like, there's something fucking there. Something fucking happened, and it's super arrogant to just say... Nope, there is no paranormal anything. It's all bullshit. They all made it up, or it's all yeah. hallucinogen or whatever, right? right. So, um, or hey, if, if the is, an- yeah. if the answer is it's all a hallucinogen, who the fuck mass hallucin- right, right. hallucinogize a yeah. hundred people? Um, that's a fucking weird thing in and of itself. Right, right. So it's like let's keep having a conversation as opposed yeah, just to, to drill down lamestream media and archaeologists just shutting all that stuff down. Yeah, so yeah. he seems like more the um, not culture but more of the like i don't know on the pulse of general strangeness where but the same kind of guy as graham hancock who has a very specific way of thinking about things but same kind of guy where it's like let's try to prove this stuff with yeah. science let's not go balls deep right right you know two seconds in on well the of first course date, it was psychics it's yeah, like yeah. no but let's have a conversation about this and also not treat people that have experiences or say I had a friend that did this, and I believe him. Oh, you're a fucking idiot! Like that yeah, guy yeah, fucking yeah. was drunk, or like just don't do that stigmatizing of right, it in right, general. Right. So, and overall, again, that's what I liked about this series was um, not that not about what they find or don't find because there's a lot they don't find. Um, which when I was I was watching an interview that John Tenney was hosting at this this uh, convention, he was hosting a panel with all four of you know with Dana, Greg, mm-hmm. Connor, and Carl. And uh, and we and could make our way to see Connor because if he's out yeah. near Denver, oh yeah, there's some work out. There. Hell yeah! <laughs> um, but uh, he Connor was even saying at some point in the interview, he's like, he's like, this is a series that is probably gonna make people mad because there are a shit ton of dead ends. But we right. wanted he, we purposely wanted 
to put all of that in the series right. to show the work, right? Yeah. And so, and hopefully, he's like, yes, we would all like a payoff. We're we're in the fucking documentary, and we yeah, would, yeah. we'd would have loved it to pay off like that. Yeah. But it paid off in a different way, which was this slower but more consistent burn of like, yeah. how does all this fucking stuff keep connecting? Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, let me finish off the intro here. But um, after exchanging emails, David disappeared. For the next five years, the case only got stranger as more connections and mysterious emails came in. Then, and that's where like the Terry Wrist thing comes yeah. in or whatever. Then in 2017, Greg and a team of researchers traveled to rural Kentucky, not knowing what they would uncover or how deep they would discover the case might go. So that's the main premise of season one. Yeah. Um, it's gathering their forces. Uh, you're getting to know kind of who they are a little bit. Gathering their forces um, of these four guys, plus some other dude with like a weird Middle Eastern, like it's like, oh, this is Ramstein, oh, yeah, who was yeah. our camera guy, or something like that. Yeah, he's um, like kind of there, but for yeah. the most part, he's, he's mostly the, the main camera yeah. guy. And then Carl does some other camera, yeah. like secondary shots and stuff. And um, so they, but a lot of the, it's not like the show; they just all pack up and go to hell. You're right out the bat. There <laughs> is go to hell, you <laughs> <laughs> There is. There's a lot of prep. There's a lot of, like, the season one is really about mostly those emails, right? And how right. those emails start putting, you know, the new Kirks down this path. How they're, they're asking all of these questions. I like that all the talking head moments, it's like, it, it can get pretty repetitive, mm-hmm. but they're talking about, what like, this is a big decision. We're going to show up in this yeah. fucking town. We have to know if there's any credence to this. They look up this guy's like IP address. They like what like they look up yeah. like like yeah. It well one the repetitiveness yeah. is I think a sign of like oh we need to get this show to a certain length right like that was one big critique for season one where season two it wasn't as bad yeah yeah but I feel like that was like uh, one of those hey YouTube recommends you do a five how to yeah, yeah. video recommends this right. recommends if your video is this long yeah it'll get this many breaks right. and then you can actually get more money yeah so I feel like. Or or that that dickhead is just really shitty at editing because it was like yeah. I did this. Hey, did you hear about that? Yeah. Oh, and and then that and it's like literally each person taking their turn to say it, and then right. someone collectively saying it. It's yeah, like, dude, yeah. just shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Like after watching season one, I was like, this could have been an hour long documentary. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you just cut out a bunch of bullshit. <clears throat> yeah. Now season two. Way better, and yeah. like each episode is a little more meaningful. Yeah, each episode where, moves things forward in some yeah, way. This this one was like a little bit sketch, and then yeah, they like go down there, and then there's some things where it's like, why didn't you? So one of the things is checking the IP address that you're saying yeah, yeah. for the emails. Right. It's like, why didn't you do that before you left? Right, 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 right. If that was a concern, <laughs> yeah. And then also, why did you show it? Like, yeah. again, that some again showing that it goes nowhere and that yeah, it's yeah. resolved. Again, that could have all been boiled down to like two minutes. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so, um, and if I'm ever not disagreeing, but just like the being the devil's advocate for those things, it's like they're not the most techie people. A, even though to ar- arguably you you have to be techie to be yeah. in this you know ghost right, hunting right. you know with all the well, and they come to that conclusion of the IP address again. Right. May, there's tons of things we've done where yeah. we're like, oh, why didn't I think of that exactly. a long time ago? Twenty twenty and all that right, stuff. Right. Um, but, uh, but what I like about it is that you can see the itch in them. You can see that it's like, fuck, like I just, I got, we got to go fucking yeah. figure this out. Cause it's this weird mystery that somebody, that's the creepy thing is that somebody picked him. Um, that's what it was. David Christie in his email say, 
my friend Terry introduced me to your website right. and said to to talk to you about this. Yeah. Um, and his name is Terry Rist, Rist. which yeah, is then like Terrorist. Terrorist. Yes. And they Terror. really go into yeah, uh, season two about yeah. potentially actually finding a guy that grew yeah. up with a guy named Terry Rist in Kentucky. Because that one book, too, talks about it, and it's like a quote yes. from Terry Rist yes. and stuff. Um, yeah, uh, UFO at the Center of Your Mind is a big book, which I kind of want to read now. Because yeah. like, people, people well, fans have been asking Greg Newkirk on Twitter, like, hey, like your show has fucking open this whole side of world. me that I want yeah, to whatever. Yeah, yeah. Where can I get the hottest guys? No, where? Yeah. Uh, meat what? hot UFOs. <laughs> Ooh, these UFOs are meat hot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> as hot as whatever meat you cook. Um, get that scrunty bun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if you've been traveling 300 billion light years, you'd probably have scrunty buns from yeah, that season exactly. UFO too. But uh, um, no, they've been asking like, hey, if you could recommend the best starting point should I start with John Keel and the Mothman Prophecies? Should mm-hmm. I start with Jacques, Jacques Vallée, who's my favorite author of all time <laughs> okay. in the world of changes? Um, I'd suck Vallée. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, but just as a starting point, he's like, uh, probably, because I think that is also John Keel's U- UFO in the center of your mind, mm-hmm. um, where, yeah, at the back of the book, there is an interview with this guy, Terry Rist, and, but then people think maybe that's just a character Keel created to have a conversation right. about... Right. Something he wasn't comfortable saying, I'm John Keel and believe this up, or some weird shit like yeah, that. Yeah. So anyway, point being, whether whether the person exists or not, it's a person that knows all this shit. And so right. that's knows the weird part, to, too. If, if they're purely fucking with them. Yes. So it's and that and that's kind of the that's one of the many carrots that are dangled uh in the show is which they of course constantly talk about, is this someone fucking with us? Right. Because if it is it's an extremely, it's a crazy enough experience to document because that's just an extremely elaborate Talk set of ca- set yeah. of carrots that are getting dangled. So, well, it's it's a very slow burn, obviously. If it's like yeah. 2012 yes. to 2017 or whatever, when right. they finally start going down there, like, hey, we got to do this. Let's go right. down there. We got to fucking do this. And yeah. they all jump in their cars and right. jerk off. You and, know, and, halfway yeah. Down. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's cranking it. In that, uh, they have like an old Scion milk oh, milk yeah. truck Scion mm-hmm. in the first season. And then they get that Amazon money for oh, season yeah. two, um, but uh, no, they've said many times like how cheap they, how little they got paid for oh, season sure. two. So the budget's bigger, and it's again better than nothing. Yeah. Um, but the first season I think was all self-funded, and I mean they run a business like they have you know Weird yeah. HQ, they run a website. Well, and you get the YouTube, uh, what's it called, ad money. Exactly. So, so again, I've never actually. Let me look. We can see how many views they get. It's, I, yeah, it's a lot. Another coworker used to obsess about. Oh, look at these views. That's like right. this much money and blah blah blah. So yeah, he probably yeah. made a bunch. I want to. I want to say it's a couple million because when I went to go look it up um, for season two or something. Well, to and see I if feel like it's there, hit but... that tipping point where yeah. it's like now that season two, it's like more exactly. and more, and all the sh- the other like paranormal shows on yeah. like podcast wise have all done some sort of hellier, right? Um, Which season two opens with all the podcasts and shows. Uh, talking about hell, your season right, one right. and stuff too. But which one of them we listened to the blurry skies? <laughs> yeah, which they did a roundtable and again, spoiler yeah. alert, they think the whole show is fake. Yeah, and there's there's like, a lot of people that think the whole show is fake. And yeah. whenever they tweet at Greg, he tweets back and literally either has an answer or he's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, it's fucking real. You can fuck off." Like literally, right, he'll just right. be like. I, I know it was real. Believe whatever the fuck you want. Right, you know? right. Like, you're not, you're not going to be along for the ride anyway, so see you later. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, 
I um, lunch. Right. Uh, <laughs> bum lunch. Bum, bum. <laughs> so season one, episode one, mm-hmm. 400,000, yeah. so 396. Mm-hmm. Season one, episode two, 206. So, I mean, those are okay numbers. Yeah. Not to sound like an asshole, but yeah, yeah. in the YouTube world, that's like okay. Yeah. So again, they weren't crushing it. Cumulatively is a money. series a few million because if it's right. all added together or whatever. But yeah, so... Um, but in a world where a show like this, Amazon can be like, we'll give you an extra, we'll give you 20 or 30 grand. Yeah, yeah, It's totally. like that pays That's for, what I'm saying. It's, for what they do in the series. Yeah. It's not like they're buying things, like they're just paying for gas. I mean, and, they live in Ohio or Kentucky. I right. mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, fucking white trash yeah. people floating down the river. <laughs> what and they rafts, renting, like, they probably pay $500 a month in fucking rent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Zuko in fucking rent of okay. okay. Now, know your worth. If you're going to show up to a convention, don't just let them pay yeah. you for a day, even though it's a four-day yeah. con, and yeah. not pay for when your hotel. You, when you're like all of us, and you got a wife that has a mesh shirt at a convention with UFO pasties on her nipples, you Hocking think her tastes tables. are cheap? Okay, I gotta, ke- I gotta keep her I happy. Okay, okay. <laughs> when I have someone like Crix yeah. or Ivanka or right. whatever the fuck my wife's <laughs> name is. What's my wife? What's the first lady's name? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> when Sure is out there at all the mall shops at South Coast Plaza. It's not Ivanka? <laughs> that's that his daughter. Oh. Or no, yeah. Ivana was the wife. Ivanka's the daughter. Um, Ivanka was his wife. What the fuck is his it's wife? A, it's, it's the no, difference no, no, of a I'm K. Not, uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Every case begins with I'd K. I'd fuck my daughter. Yeah, okay. yeah exactly. Because <laughs> um, he said that. Yeah. He did the Pinot where if I were single, right. <laughs> I would date my daughter. Um, oh, I'd, I'd get her. Oh, Melania. Melania, yeah. Uh, yeah, when Sure is out there yeah. <laughs> buying scarves yeah. and Justin Burberry, sure. yeah, Burberry <laughs> sandwiches with Justin Sure. Yeah. Super fan of the show. Uh, no, they're, but they're in it. They know. They know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, anyway. season one. So they spend Sorry. next to no money. Yes, exactly. Uh, probably going down there because they like basically yeah. Airbnb, like a yeah. cabin. It's like a three or three hour drive or something. They say yeah. from because they're in the northwest part of the state, and then they go down to the southeast part of the state. And it's all Kentucky. Yes, and uh, it's, and and the 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 important geographic um, element of yeah. this is the Mammoth Cave system. So right. the Mammoth Caves that they talked about in Ancient Aliens, all sorts of shit. Yeah. Tons of Bigfoot sightings are centered around the Mammoth Cave. Man the Mammoth Cave. The Mammoth Cave system. Yeah. Um, but the Mammoth Cave system is, I can't remember if it's because it's big or because Mammoth's bones were found Definitely. in there, but it's a huge, like, hundreds miles spanning wide cave system where you can, like, if you could, like, cut through some areas, like, walk from one state to another underground. Yeah, it literally goes from, like, where they are in Kentucky, yeah. a little bit further south, like, yeah. almost all the way east to, the, like, the Everglades slash coast. Yep. Then it goes like all the way up into New York. Yeah, so, like through the Appalachians and all that right, shit. Right, right. So, um, yeah, it is insane. It's literally, they have a whole like, they kind of consider like a state park or something like that. But yeah, it spans like four states. Or yeah, it's, it's great. Crazy. It's like a very large system. I think they found giants in there and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, Dongs. but yeah. they're, that, that's how they try to explain if Bigfoots aren't interdimensional, right. then they're like, oh, well, they can just go through this whole cave network, and that's right. where they are. Right, so. way up. Same with these little <clears throat> goblins. Exactly. So the goblin stuff, getting back to more linear uh, storytelling, the goblin stuff, like, he has these conversations the first couple episodes mm-hmm. with, I mean, or he, he regales these conversations the first couple episodes, and ending with where it stops. So um, it goes a little long. Like, what I, I like that they read the whole email, but like... <laughs> 
<laughs> that fucking intro music. Yeah. Um, it is really creepy at first because you're like, is yeah. this an occult show? And then eventually it's like, well, yeah, it is. You know? Yeah. It, season two, it turns into True Detective, basically. Yes, exactly. Like, and if you have to encapsulate season one versus season two, season one is like the mystery. Season yeah. two is, are we part of a massive initiation ritual right. by an occult force? Right. Well, and it's like, the is the this initiation a the good occult right. people because exactly. they talk about the people yeah. who chose not to ascend and that so they can teach everyone to right. to, to do kind of a Wilcock <laughs> galactic daddy oh, yeah. um, where it's almost like seeking out the lizard people like yes. hey we're the good guys you guys look like good guys yeah. you'll help us go fight these bad guys right. who are doing crazy ash like lizard right. people style shit yeah uh, or is it lizard people trying to get us involved in their world or exactly, something exactly yeah which again not to I don't, I think we're just kind of bouncing around yeah, all we'll over here, around. but yeah. they're like, were we meant to see this and this is our test to get right. in? And I'm like, almost go a little deeper <laughs> uh, and be like, maybe maybe your whole role in this is just to expose it because the real yeah. people who are going to see, like, be a part and help it are the ones right. who actually are just going to watch this. Exactly. So your whole role in this is just to experience it so yeah. other people... Which they do say that either in the show or in, in or on Twitter or something, they do say that they were or other people of like, hey, have you ever thought that? Um, I'm pretty sure it was on the show at one point where they they go because like Greg will be like freaking out and like rattling off all these possibilities. Yeah. He's like maybe we're just supposed to fucking show it on TV and that's all we're, yeah. that's all that matters. And like and which to me is like that is a huge role in something right, where right. and because oh Tenny Johnny L. Tenny was saying that on the phone call. I think he's mm. like, hey. Maybe your role is what you're doing right now by filming this conversation and right. and just going on this hero's journey yeah. um, to show people what it's like and also just to know like here's what it's like to experience high strangeness at a high level, right, right. which maybe then makes me like me like makes you a little more empathetic to people and compassionate to people that are like yeah I fucking saw a ghost when I was a little kid I was like yeah. and, and when I was younger I'd be like yeah you're just a fucking kid you have a bad dream whatever mm -hmm. but at the same time now I'm like. Maybe he fucking did, you know. Like right, people right. get traumatized or by this shit, weird. you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, but uh, especially interesting are the people that had a horrific or very weird experience, like one time. So they're normal otherwise, but they're like, oh yeah, this one time, yeah. fucking being came into my room and said all this shit to me and like whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of a racist term for a Latino <laughs> gentleman is fucking. <laughs> Or what about me? Yeah. Into the room, Mr. B. Oh, alien. <laughs> Who was an alien? Yeah. Uh, great. <laughs> I love Mr. Great. B. Uh, we are starting show. a bean cast. That's no. all. It's, it's yeah. breaking down every episode of Mr. Bean. It's called Breaking Bean. <laughs> 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 yeah. We want. We wanted to call it. Uh, you know the his name Er Lovers, yeah. but it was like you know because yeah. in Britain they say that and it's not it doesn't mean something for Mexicans. It's right, right, thing, right. But, you know. Beans and Nash, yeah. but it's kind of like sorry, I can't uh, say Mexicans. sorry. <laughs> uh, it's like the movie Interstellar, right? Yes. Like uh, Matthew McConaughey's character. Or, I'm in a spaceship. <laughs> I'm doing his character I, uh, from Rat I'm Race, the, the Italian narcoleptic guy. He barely talks in Bean, yeah. where he's like, e -er, yeah. <laughs> no, because in in Rat Race he's like. I am in a race. Like, yeah. he's just this Italian guy that falls asleep all the time. Right, so, right. Yeah. Uh, but Matthew McConaughey, like, he 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 has a hero's journey. Time but is at a the... fat circle jerk. Anyway, I gotta, my you gotta dog. get enough dudes. Murph! Murph! 
like scared me. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter, Murph! <laughs> Murph! Yeah, he's a Murph diver. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he only eats his daughter out. Yeah. If your daughter's name is Murphy. Super crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, his hero's journey is to guide her. Sorry. <laughs> You're my ghost, Dad. You're my fucking ghost, all right? Give me that yeah. house burger. Yeah, Bill Cosby just comes <laughs> yeah. out with the hat. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Give me a damn book through all space and time. Give me a damn burger from McDonald's, all right? That's all I want. Is that <laughs> Which Eddie, I'm, Eddie I'm Murphy? donkey as Eddie <laughs> yeah. Murphy. Eddie Murphy as donkey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because his, his daughter's full name is Murphy. And I'm like, oh, yeah. his daughter, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. His son, his son, Ed, his daughter, Murphy. <laughs> oh, it's my... Uh... <laughs> My Asian friend Murphy, <laughs> right? No, I like. I think you turned me on to those a few years ago when they were doing the videos. They would cut other stuff into his scenes of crying, oh, looking yeah, at yeah. the footage that's yeah, like yeah. five years going by at a right. time or something, right. and yeah, it was just yeah. like someone making Down. good food. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah, but instead, it's just oh, like God. Eddie Murphy's yeah. delirious, or right? Something. <laughs> oh God, so good. Um. <laughs> Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. Murph, Murph. So psychotic. <laughs> oh, my daughter. Murph. <laughs> Gorf. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, anyway, so, because, like, at the end of the movie, he's yeah. like, oh, y'all named a building after me. Like, uh, no, it's after your fucking daughter. Yes. Yeah. She's the one who actually saves the world. Yes. But it was his journey right. that showed her and exposed her to all the shit. Exactly. That then allowed Got her, her the data to, for the gravity to, to you know stuff to yeah. yeah. So then in everyone else's eyes, that allowed her to be the hero when exactly. actually <clears throat> you needed him, even though yeah. he didn't solve it, he just yeah. helped her unlock it. Yes. So maybe these dickheads are all just like We're oh, the we're the big stepping stone. Yeah. We're their daughter. Yes. <laughs> They're our ghost. Right. <laughs> uh, and they'll help us all or someone or some group or whatever. Yeah. With gain the knowledge yeah. to then become the true hero. Yeah. For no, because I mean else. this this series is like a huge crash course in all the elements of the paranormal, all the way from the almost silly seeming mythic side of things. It's like literally season two, they they go to a house along this river. I Did burped, you burp? sorry. Ugh. Yeah. Um, a house along this river. Where they're they're so scared to go into this town and start asking questions because well, this is like full blown hick like yes. you don't come around these right. parts and we'll get into we'll loop back town. to the beginning yeah, of yeah. season two which is pretty scary if, well, if it's season true two and season one they're like yeah. oh we're at a gas like yeah. they're just meeting people at the gas station yeah like, trolling for gay which sex is like or which something. yeah which is like so well yeah let me say this and loop back sorry so, like, sorry, sorry no it's yeah. fine there's a there's a part in season two where the last few episodes they finally go to this house along this river. And they can at least their cover their alibi can be that they're kayakers or something they right. say, but um, they because they've gotten to the point where there might be like fairyland like like Pan the Green Man who's like right. a you know all the way back to like those early French cave paintings they say is like the earliest appearance of the Pan the Goat Man figure, yeah. um, but Pan himself is this Celtic figure who then bleeds over and all sorts of other things, uh, beca- basically becomes how the devil looks in Christianity right. as the hoofed man, you know, yeah, horns. Um, but they literally go to a fairy circle, like a circle of mushrooms, and mm-hmm. they bring uh, because Greg's wife is a hedge witch, like she's a yeah. witch, so like she, um, she's like, yeah, we need to bring them like cakes and sweets and oils right, and right. like and all all these little gifts Cleanse to show. The space. To the, and, and but she even says like, hey, even if it's not real, yeah, we're just showing the world at that time that our intentions are good. That we just want help, we just want to be exposed, or just be nice and leave us alone, or whatever. Yeah, too. Yeah. So, 
Um, because them honey, because yeah, because the fairy folk are like very mischievous, and they right. might go say they just don't want the fae folk there if they exist to like influence things badly. But right, like right. even then, not that I maybe think they exist, but it's like, but there's a reason people thought fairy folk existed. So mm. that's where I'm like, I can I can buy into this and go along for the journey. Plus, yeah. doesn't hurt to state that your intentions are good right. to the world just in general, right? So that's why people meditate, just pray, whatever, case. too. Yeah. So, um. But anyway, so yeah, season one, like the it gets kind of not tense because people try to fight them or anything, but like they go to I think by episode three or something, they're in Hellier and they go to that gas station. They post up and eat like gas station pizza and yeah, like, yeah. stuff like that. Well, and that that's like the central hub of the city. Yes. It's this fucking gas station. Yes. And then it just seems like all of these winding kind of mountainous roads. So it's right. not very flat. So like you can't just go Oh yeah, go down there. There's a central part of the town, yeah, and then there's a the grid of blah, blah, streets and yeah. whatever. It's all like we live out in Very the hills. Rural. Here's yeah. the one gas station with a supermarket attached to right. it. Otherwise, you have to go to this other town 15 miles away. So, right. um, <clears throat> anyway, they post up there because it's the central hub. They start asking people. They have these emails. They have pictures that David Christie sent of the three-toed footprints in the right. mud. He even asked, like, Greg even asked them before they make this trip, like, hey, can you measure it with a ruler? Can you whatever? Well, and somehow they went down there a long time ago, which I'm yes. always confused about, because, like, they went there, somehow saw the house, and yeah. then never did anything. Yes. They oh, just, they weird. drove through it and thought that, you know, just did a quick, they didn't really document a lot of stuff, yeah. but they, and they didn't even really stop. They just drove yeah. through it, seeing if the house was there when he first opened the emails, because it's like, oh, it's a, it's a three-hour trip. Let's go over there. Yeah. They went somewhere else, because they're also all doing all sorts of other shit in their life. Right. Amidst, amidst this investigation, but this has become their like um, their Focus. their fucking yeah. Carcosa investigation, right, like right. in True Detective, right? They're still doing other detective shit, but like yeah. this is the central one that they gotta like solve. So, because right. um, you know they they like they have a Patreon campaign and they do they have like a Facebook group that's exclusive to those patrons that they'll mm. do a weekly live cast. Sometimes it's them at their house. Sometimes right. they go on other, on paranormal investigations yeah. and do spirit box sessions. Shit Raw like dogging. It, yeah, yeah, just straight up fucking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, they rescue a lot of cats, which is yeah. appreciative. I appreciate. Um, but uh, and then like Dana makes these magic boxes. Like she she does like box stuff for like a high tier of the patrons. Where mm. or you can just pay for it too. But you get a monthly magic box where it's like these different crystals or oh. flower petals or oils. And then like, yeah. here's how you can do all these positive magic spells for whatever. Mm. So, um, and it's like DIY magic stuff. It's like, Hey, you don't have to be a weirdo witch to just do this stuff. Just try right, it out right. if you want. So, but she like hand makes everything and all that stuff. So anyway, um, uh, I actually have a bunch of, uh, crystals and stones on my desk from our yeah. David Omen house, paranormal investigation. Yes. So, um, but anyway, so, they go down there, think they see the house, maybe, but then they go through, come back later, plan later, realize they likely missed the house, because I think in season two, they find out it burnt down or something like that. Yeah, they but, like go back like, oh, that's where it was, and yeah. now it's gone. But So, of course, we missed it. Um, yeah. In season one, and so they get a lot of like nice people talking to them who basically have instances of UFO sightings there. Well, and like goblin slash aliens living yes. in the cave, coming out of mine shafts which yeah. is creepy too because a lot yeah. of people being in a very mountainous region a lot of people have an old fucking mine at the end right. of their property well these caves all had the coal and the right. quartz obviously and yeah. like a bunch of other weird shit in there so right. again if this is a, some like subterranean network that these dickheads can run around and right. like pop out and, Ooh, I spooked you, and yeah. then move on to the next state right. or whatever <clears throat> yeah um, 
And that's kind of what they're implying when they keep showing, look how connected all this is. Exactly. And when you're around the caves, all the people that live there yeah. all have sightings of little green men, but they don't yep. call them aliens. They call them right. goblins or whatever. Right. Or, or yeah, the or, children. Yeah, the children or creatures or whatever yeah. it is. And so They said N-word, but they <clears> bleeped those yeah, ones out. They exactly. Yeah, they bleeped them. But they talk to these two guys that are fairly helpful, and they, they give them a couple pieces of information. They're like, they give them a little history on the town. They're like, basically that it was a big bustling mining community by this guy John Hellyer or something that's yeah. named after him. And after like 10 or 20 years... All of the mining just dried up. The state stopped like funding money. I don't know. The or the or the the demand for the yeah. product ran out. Right. And so the town just kind of kept limping on forever. Said, we'll work for cum. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yum lunch. But uh they also say that like, oh, yeah, sometimes we hear the sounds of babies crying right. from this like waterfall grotto down there. Yeah. And which is another yes. key sign. Yes. I can only Get hard when a baby's screaming at <laughs> a Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> so thankfully, I have a yeah. YouTube. Yes, <laughs> and you know, people like me, we're called Whoppers. <laughs> Did you know it's because it's it's on the periphery of pedophilia. <laughs> it's more just an oral. It's like we we try to <laughs> to we try oral oral. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we try to paint it more as an. Uh, Erotic ASMR kind of thing, but with, you know, babies screaming. So yeah. It involves um, reproduction. <laughs> uh, they're the ones that keep Burger King shitty because if they change the recipes, yeah. the scent with the sound won't activate the cum yeah, explosion exactly. response. Yeah, Different <laughs> type of vid altogether. Now, Doctor, we have to incite the cum explosion response <laughs> properly. Yeah, let's document <laughs> this. Uh, but... Uh, well, but David Christie reported in his emails that constantly that these goblins would make these little kind of chirping, squealing sounds, yeah. uh, which could be like a baby crying. And then and then they go into all this interesting stuff about like, oh, like babies crying is a common demonic thing. Like or just around high strangeness. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. People hear what they think is babies crying or children yeah. crying. So, um, you know, the Zach Bagans of the world, which is also interesting, where basically like Newkirk is one of those guys that's like, I kind of hate that your average ghost hunters make all ghosts out to be evil until proven good. Right, right. Like not 99% of ghosts are demonic or influenced by evil beings, and there's always a devil on their shoulder telling yeah. them to be scary, but maybe you should just get to know somebody. Or if ghosts are like people trapped in between dimensions, wouldn't you be frustrated that you can't communicate with someone? Yeah. Maybe you would try to touch them and scratch them, not because you could, not yeah. you're mocking the Trinity with your three yeah. nails, but maybe because you're just like, I can't all, control this. All your can, energy, you're focusing to touch this person right, and right. like embed into your skin or something like yeah. that, right? So, and again, the Zach Bagans of the like, <clears throat> my show is always going to have a start, finish, and end, right? Even though I'm not going to always be able to prove it outright, yeah. but there's always going to be shit going down, exactly. Yeah. So that's part of this why people love this show, especially yeah. if you're into all this crap of like, oh, it shows them actually hunting, actually yeah. looking, actually. Right. Taking every possible right. like sign as a yeah. a new road to go down, where as opposed to we have to tell a story in forty two minutes, right, right, without commercials, yeah. like, because because they jump around because it's like they talk about in Ingrid Cold and like yes. the Mothman, yeah, and like, yeah, that gets that's when I got real hard as as the show all went over on too, yeah, because uh, it's like season one they talk about it then they talk about it like at the beginning then the end of season two yeah. and then it's like because point pleasant west virginia is not very far right and the mammoth cave system goes through yeah. there as well because then they say they which <clears throat> this is the part i have like 
I'm like, this just looks like a white trash, like weirdo lady. Yeah. When they're like, oh, Ingrid Cold had two sons. Connor, Indrid. Indrid Cold. No, so I am Ingrid Ingr- Cold. Ingr- I always keep saying that. Ingrid <laughs> Cold. Uh, I am cold. <laughs> oh. Ah. Save some room Hot. for later, Mothman. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he had two sons, Connor. And yes. Connor. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, and they're spelled weird. Yeah, like, like they're Connard like Tim and Eric spelled. And, yeah, yeah. 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 It's Connard and Connor. Connard, yeah. Connard. But uh, <laughs> this dumb lady claims she like knew them and it was part of the family. Because yes. oh, that's the start of season two. She's like the handicap lady, yeah, right? She's just yeah, this big yeah, fan. Yeah. yeah, he come they come and see me. <laughs> she's handicapped. Oh, yeah. big fat fuck. <laughs> yeah. Big fat fuck, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's in the goddamn Kinda. wheelchair because yeah. she She's got the lazy eye. She's yeah, too yeah. fat to walk. Yeah. Um, too fat to too fish, fat. Huh? Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, as Mom always said. Yeah. But uh, she uh, she claims that he died recently in yeah. a plane or a spaceship yeah, yeah. crash. Yes, yeah. And his At two like sons, 98 years old or something. Well, again, he's like timeless because he's an alien yeah. or something. But uh, his two kids came to visit her and they would like. They were like next door neighbors. I'm like, what right. the fuck are you like? Th- this just because he's yeah. like a character no one even knows is real or right. exists or like communicates. Because again, uh, right. watched the Eyes of the Mothman again recently. Mm-hmm. Just after all this. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, so that's like three times now. Huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. But again, it's like he's like You're sitting an there, expert psychically in the curse. Of course, Doc. No, the curse corn stock because it's <laughs> yeah, the big fat Native American <laughs> yeah. guy. That now, guy corn is a, stock yeah. is going to come. I in did forget. And, I mean, we probably talked right. about this on our review of Eyes of the Mouth, yeah, man. Yeah. But it's like, uh, like there, there are a decent amount of porn doctors on that oh, series, yeah. despite the, ser- the the documentary being very, very well done. Yeah, it's the Point Pleasant corn, folk that are a little, yeah. you know, <laughs> corn stock's going to be doing that. That's going to be a thing. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, yeah, she's right up there where I'm like, yeah. I kind of think she's just full of shit. Yeah. Because even the guys were like, oh, we're going to write a note to his children. Yeah. But they're like, well, what would we write? Which it's fine. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But I don't think, I think they kind of like, well, this is weird because like, how do you know he exists? Yeah. Why does he now have human ish children? Right. And why is he zipping around in a fucking yeah, spaceship I mean, and crash? And, they and use how the, do you know that? They like, use the term um, ultra humans a lot. Yeah. Like, so. Not super or whatever, but it's ultra, yeah. u- or what did they say? Is it ultra humans or ultra hominid? No, they say Some ultra humans. But um, uh, they taught, they use that term, which seems to be less so aliens and more right. interdimensional humanoid people yeah, like yeah. us. And so, because Indrid Cold is described by the reports that John Keel collected with his, you know, eyes, uh, right. Mothman prophecies and stuff um, as. A normal-looking man, but with a very big grin, who didn't talk with his mouth. He talked yeah. with his mind. He wore big sunglasses. And he would call him, not on the phone, but through his mind. Exactly. And so, and but injured cold, reportedly. So, I, I forget, this chick, this lady, is the daughter of the guy that was friends, quote-unquote, with injured cold. And he's right. the guy that had all the experiences, wrote a book about him, went on TV. He was very prolific and public yeah. with his whole injured cold thing. Um, but uh, hold on one second. I'll find his name real quick. Um, but um, she had a high level of retardness, yes, which exactly. is you know, just a big kind of halo effect around some right. of these incidents. Um, yeah, it's Woody something, Woodrow something. Hold on one sec. Wood, Woody. Oh, okay. So the young guy who drives the dumb Woodrow Mustang. Woodrow Derenberger, yeah. The, who drives the Mustang. Yeah. A friend of mine called it out that uh, he looks like Woody. 
from <laughs> Toy fucking Story. Toy Story. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he does? Because yep. he's got like the big eyes and like flattish face. And, and that is, fuck, what is his name? Because he's like barely in season one. They kind of yes. just like call him and he... That guy's kind of annoying because he's like, they're like, oh, this is going to be sick. Here we go. Let's go. Yeah. I want to go deeper in the cave. I want to get in there. Yeah. And just like too, Tyler. way too energetic yes. and like douchey yeah. for my taste. Like, and this guy, I would fucking want to kill this person. I would never hang out with this person. Right. Uh, I've got a lot of energy. Yeah. I've got a lot of Minnesota accent yeah. going on. I got a Mustang. And I'm, and I'm usually a solo bolo yeah. excursioner. Like he basically all of, he got popular, quote unquote, from GoPro investigating right. solo bolo all of these high strangeness areas mm-hmm. um, to just like be boots on the ground, be there, yeah. see what happens when you're by yourself, kind of stuff. Yeah, dangerous. I mean, I appreciate it, but like. You know, Ryan Sprague was like, right. you got fucking Tyler back in season two, bro. Right. It's so awesome. Like, he was so stoked uh, on Tyler. Yeah. Um, that guy just seems so fucking annoying. Yeah. And again, he's like, I like, again, he, he seems like he's doing Strand. it. They keep be, calling him Strand. It's Tyler famous. Strand. Yes. Like, he definitely is like, yeah. I'm just going to soak it up and this is going to be cool. Yeah. Like, And when he His, does the SS method, yeah. I'm like. He's that, like way did too. Did you say it's the SS method? <laughs> yeah, the Estes uh, method. Uh, he's like way too energetic and like puts on an accent. Like I, I don't know. It's just like yeah. something off. That, on that one was too. odd. I was like, this yeah. is because he's <laughs> oh god. Get him up. And then he starts crying at the end. Yeah, yeah. Like, you fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah, because nobody <laughs> no, else put on an accent or a voice or anything. And he had like. Drawn out sentences. I don't know. It was just yeah. like, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I didn't like it. But. He and the he seems like, according to Ryan Sprague and Newkirk, and, I'm sure he could Connor be nice. Whatever. I'm just like their their whole description of him okay. is puppy dog. He's like a puppy who just is so eager to do all this stuff. And I mean, he seems just as well read as all the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And brings up the table. But to your point. He has five different haircuts in season two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His hair is all over the fucking place. Two of which are fucking full-on wannabe anime hair. Yeah. Like a very crazy. nice haircut, like a well-done haircut, but it's like the full the spike. wave sweep spike, uh, like yeah. Gumby spikes yeah. across his head. <laughs> and like he's like, driving with that Mustang top down, baby. Right. Just let that hair dry. And, and this is exactly... It's like, hey, Greg, normal-looking guy. Dana, normal-looking lady. Yeah. Connor, normal Carl normal, like very of the times yeah. at normal. This guy looks like a young kind kind that you would think he's like you're like you're saying. Yeah. He looks like a douchebag. Yeah. He's, he's super, got a fang tooth too. He does. He has fucked yeah. up jewel teeth and he Jewel the singer. Oh, yeah. Jewel the singer. <laughs> yeah. Um and he and he looks like a gym rat. He's like super in shape and whatever. Yeah. But he looks he like has Woody that. from fucking Toy Story. Lo- yeah, you're totally right. You're totally. <laughs> well, fucking I didn't right. even make that call. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, no, that's that's nah. really funny. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> there's a snake uh, in my boots. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned from this fucking book that somebody poisoned the water yeah. hole. Okay. <laughs> but and that um, is the good thing about his energy is he yeah. puts it into all this, and he's like, yeah. Reading all these things and yeah. pulling all this stuff, and like yeah. he's just super anti he about it. And that's the part where I'm like, "Whoa, dude!" Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could hang out. He with He makes guy. the connections faster than all of them, mm-hmm. which I appreciate because not that it's ever boring, but it is very yeah. slow. So he does bring like a welcome yeah. snappiness yeah. to it. Where but yes, Connor kind of did that in the yeah. season one. He does right, this right. in season two where he drives it even harder. Exactly, and so 
Um, but yeah, season one, the highlights that I can remember for the most, it's been about a month, month and a half since I watched yeah. it. Um, but the highlights are obviously the trip to Hellier, where a lot of people do confirm there's been lots of UFO sightings, and yeah. they used to be very common in the town. Yeah. So that's weird in and of itself. Yeah. Um, they can't find the house uh, specifically. Right. They keep driving by a blurred out uh, stretch of road yeah. Yeah. Which from their first trip. Um, but they, I guess they can't legally show it if they didn't get releases or something. I don't, even though they're driving all around this yeah, whole I fucking mean, Google city. Maps. I, I guess if, I guess if you're trying to say this, if somebody could pause it, see the address and then right, go right, there right, and right, fuck right. with the people, that's what they want to avoid. But, um, but either way, it's like, how many people are even in this fucking town? Like whatever too. Well, but again, I, it, not that I really would, but it cro- if it crossed my mind, I'm sure there's people who actually will do it. It's like, yeah. oh, let's go check this out. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was curious. I'm curious, like. Are there like little hellier tours now that people right, take right, with their yeah, friends yeah. and whatever? But um, is the tourist industry from the show going to now crop up Hell and whatever anything, too? Yeah. But um, well, hellier penny thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, um, but then the other highlights are the Estes method. So yeah. the Estes method, which was actually like the conversation I started with Greg right. Newkirk, where I was like, "Hey, is our biggest criticism before you'd even really watched much of it?" I think. Yeah. Um, was so the SS method is like a super spirit box session. So they have Put we did we did like a, on your face. Yeah, we did like a half SS method <laughs> yeah. um, and full SS yeah, at the uh, uh, David Omen House, right. where the 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 full SS method, which was invented by Connor Randall, um, because he and and so to why his, does he call it SS then? So to his credit, I'll explain. To his yeah. credit, he was like, and he and Greg Newkirk are both very critical of the current. Uh, realm of I actually had a thought the other day I was like I really miss Philip Coppins on the show like they don't even have his wife on anymore in Ancient Aliens yeah. but um, but uh, he basically was like the fucking technology for paranormal investigation has not changed since the mid to early 90s right which is bullshit like this is supposed to be technology that's understanding yeah. fucking energy and magnetic magnetism and all this kind right. of shit more so why are we still using and now paying more because ghost hunting's gotten popular right now, like, if you want one of those little fucking Sony recorders that, like, Zach Bagans and crew use, those are, like, 300 fucking dollars, where when they first came out, they were, like, 20 bucks, like, 1999. Yeah. Well, I bought that one for, oh, like, that's 80 right. bucks yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, which is, like, that's a lot of fucking money. But, yeah. um, but uh, oh, you're, like, your actual thing that we bring to, like, the conventions, no, here, I'll right? I have, a, I have a thing. We can do the SMS, SMS <laughs> method right now. Oh, you bought a spirit box, yeah, correct? The SB7? Yeah. Yes, okay. But, not, but I'm talking about just a little... Digital recorders that they capture EVPs with, those things get marked up because the demand for them is so high, I guess, too. And they don't really manufacture them anymore. So people now just take whatever. So, um, oh, yeah, there it is. Let me see. And it says Spirit Box on it. ITC. Yeah, this is the SB7. Um, so that, yeah, you just need to. Um you just put in noise canceling headphones and put a bra on your eyes, and right. you're good to go. So um, I actually, uh, the first time I reached out to uh, Greg on Twitter, it's because you and I were like, the biggest criticism I have of season one is why didn't they pump the audio from the headphone or from the spirit box, right? Because you into could just the run camera. a split on this output, right? So uh, I was like, why the fuck didn't he? Didn't they run the audio out so the audience can hear? Um, what the fuck they're hearing in the Estes method. And so while I'm looking for that conversation, the Estes yeah. method um, is Connor Randall was like, hey, the spirit box is dumb. It is too open to 
group think it's too open to influence by seeing people make yeah, gestures or this or that yeah. or whatever so how do we isolate a person without bringing around a fucking voting booth or something to like right. isolate them from everything right because zach bagans he he has his one that's just pumping out on the show and you're like exactly yeah, it's just it's it's scrolling through. Come, 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 come. It's it's just scrolling through um, all sorts of um, frequencies, frequencies, radio frequencies, right? So, so again, that's why I don't use this around here. Not that I'm like ooh scared, but it's like we're in Southern California right. in a populous area. Every fucking radio frequency yep. is owned yes exactly like you're not gonna and and that's what people critique they're like oh you're just hearing the radio it's like exactly. no i also have a cabin up in paso robles where you get one maybe two radio signals if you're lucky yeah and and you usually need a giant ass fucking antenna exactly it's like <laughs> if you go in the middle of nowhere right there's no radio signals exactly. like so you don't have to worry about which that. is why you just hear on on ghost adventures yeah as opposed to what we heard in the David Allman house, like, and just all this stupid shit. So, like, you literally can't use this where we live. But if you go in the middle of nowhere, like they are in a fucking cave when they do this, or on a porch in the middle of nowhere, I'm pretty confident there's like barely any. Yeah, you'll get a clearer meaning no signal, really, which is what you'd want, I think. So. They basically put on these super gnarly um, light canceling uh, mask, which looks like a fucking bra. Yeah, and he calls it that too. He's like, "It's the bra mask yeah. on Amazon." Because or I, well, those are the ones we got on our flight. Those. Uh, oh yes, the, yeah, yeah. they're just like the new version of a sleep mask, but for yeah. some reason they're like padded and look right. Like, they look like. Yeah, like a have, fucking bra. Yeah, you have jugs on your face. Um, and then he is a drummer in the Ghoulies, of course, yeah. to get that pussy. Uh, <laughs> fan pussy. Even though I'm Catholic. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I, I fuck her ass. Welcome <laughs> good energy. You know, I'm Catholic, so she just fucks my ass. Yeah. I just <laughs> soak. Uh, is this how it works? Yeah. Um, but uh, so, uh, but he, he used his uh, made-for-drummers, you know, right. the loudest fucking um, uh, instrument, so these noise canceling headphones for drummers, and and uh, you wear those. You pump the spirit box into them. Yeah. You put the uh, eye mask on, and you're on your way. So, um, so I asked Greg Newkirk the question. I said Newkirk at Newkirk. I finished all of Hell Year last night and loved it. One question though: Is there a reason you guys don't mic the Estes method sessions? Estes sessions. Estes method is named for Estes Park in Colorado. Hmm. So there's no special that? other. Yeah, that's yeah. just where Carl and he live. Okay. Um. Uh, is there a reason you guys didn't mic the Estes session, Sessions audio from the headphones so the audience could hear? I'm sure I'm not the only one who would love to hear the voices. Can't wait for season three. He wrote back pretty quickly. He said, good question. The Estes method is great because it's not a typical ghost box session. If we were to play the audio, we wouldn't be any different than any ghost hunting show. Besides, I don't think anyone would hear, quote, voices anyway because it's all psychic projection. Right. So... It's a I, way of putting yourself in a trance. Right. So in in, in the meantime, I had gone uh, to Google, and I went to the store, the Google store. Yeah. They have that one big computer there that everyone's in line for. Yeah. I had to wait for You about, didn't go online. You went offline. Yes. I waited for like 17 days in line because everyone yeah. wants to Google stuff. But uh, finally got there, and the first article that came up that described the Estes Method equipment was an article on uh, weirdhq.com, which mm-hmm. is their website, where... In early 2019, after season one had come out or was about to come out, he's like, hey, you might have noticed the Estes method used on um, Hell Your Season 1. 
here's what it is. It's invented. He so Greg Greg wrote this whole oh, article yeah. about Connor's invention of it, what it does, and literally gave Amazon links to all the fucking gear, which is really right. cool. Um, but uh, I then wrote about I jokingly wrote like, oh. Is it? Uh, I always think of Rob Estes, the actor who was on Silk Stockings. <laughs> uh, is that weird that when you say the S's, but I think of that guy or whatever, and he was nice and did said something funny back. But, um, but anyway, so I then made that Winnie the Pooh meme for him, where right. it was like other spirit box yeah. sessions yeah. and the Estes method where he's looking all smug in the yeah. tuxedo. But um, anyway, so interesting that it was cool. He answered the question, but I'm also like, okay, like, but Connor. I describe it as it's it's more that like it's not only the sensory deprivation yeah um that that lets you not have distractions of people it's more that it puts your mind into a meditative state yeah so that you can truly focus on this one thing which their argument is that Connor's argument is that he's not even Connor is not even saying it's psychic projection that's what Greg thinks yeah. and they're like you know they're friends but he's more saying his theory is that the ghosts will have an easier time to understand or to communicate with you if you are solely tuned into them and not anything else. Which, to to be scientific about it, when you can to truly tune things out, yeah, you can. The more you can literally focus on something, right. the less distractions your brain has to work through. Uh, right? Daredevil season one, two, and three. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh. um, yeah so it's like. You, yeah, certain senses get heightened, and if you're if the senses you're trying to heighten are communicating with something or or listening yeah. really hard, right? Right. That I totally understand how you would hear more things. Or what, according to what Greg says here, apparently, I, I still don't know. That's why I kind of want to try it myself. Where I'm like, because and at the David Omen House investigation we did, they did put on sound canceling headphones. Because they didn't want the person doing it to hear other people. They yeah. didn't blindfold us. Um, but uh, I I did that for a little while. I think you did it too. Did you no, put that, him on? that weird, the kid who looked like the the weirdo from summer school, yes. he did it. Yes. Um, but uh, And then that younger girl that was like her yeah. 16th birthday did it. Yeah. But um, very interesting present for your kid. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, so I was listening and... I didn't really hear anything over the or other that that couldn't have just been radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was doing the same thing where they're like, "Hey, when you hear something that is is sweeping over the signals, yeah. just repeat it." Because what's nice about when the person has sound canceling headphones, let alone the Estes method, is that other people can be asking the ghost questions. Right. The person listening doesn't know what they're asking, and then sometimes when you're you know you're immediately yeah. repeating the answer. The conversation might start to make sense, where there yeah. might be intelligent responses. Yeah. So it's it's a double blind experiment, basically. Yeah. So and and it is crazy again because people are like, oh, it's fake. They're just you know yeah. pre rehearsed because like season one, they do like a really long one out on the deck. Yes, that's like almost it, the whole episode yeah. of like episode four or something yeah. like that. Because yeah. it's like oh tin can tin can. Yes, we'll yeah. get in that later. But uh, basically. I'm listening. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just trying to think what yeah. I want to say here. But uh, there is a lot of what it seems like intelligent response. And then season two, it's like almost like guaranteed, like, oh, yeah, we're just having these conversations. Yeah, like, exactly. It does get a little bit like, whoa, this is like almost too good to be too true. Too good. Yeah. yeah. And then that final one where like the dickhead's like way juiced up. They're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just, anyone can just slip into this thing and start exactly. going. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's not true and didn't happen. I'm right. just saying, 
It just seems way more consistent in yeah. season two. It seems it seems almost convenient that as the show's popularity and budget and time spent, yeah. each of the the Estes Methods conversations scale even better too. Yeah. yeah. So again, you could be you. Could, let's say they're talking to the same entities. Maybe those entities are getting better at talking to them as time goes. Who knows, yeah. right? So, because um, then there's a time where they there's like the god box or god head or yes. whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. god helmet the god helmet yeah uh so like someone's doing that and someone's doing ss method yeah. and then other people are asking questions and right. then everyone just starts talking to everyone exactly yeah uh, yeah that's from season so. two as well they, yeah. they go they go out to the fucking tnt domes that are in point because they go to point pleasant where the right. mothman should happen but um but real quick too yeah you brought up the tin can thing so yeah. um that that's like a it's like a thirty minute Estes method they're showing, and then the rest of the episode is them talking yeah. to Tenny and a couple of and the the guy that was an old professor that did field trips to this cave and saw three toed footprints and right. whatever too. Well, because one they're like, oh yeah, they they saw that and the school already like the university already went there and said yeah. it's prehistoric, right. so don't worry about it. Where I'm like, who fucking cares? Just go look at it. Like, right. why didn't you guys just go if you yeah. said you know where it is? Exactly. Yeah. Who cares if a college said it was prehistoric? Maybe it's right. not, or maybe you can just at least yeah. look. And, and I think what you're out. pointing to is that season one, especially, you you're left sometimes wondering why they didn't follow certain threads when it seems right. so obvious. Right? Yeah. It's like, was it budget? Was it this? Was it safety? Yeah. Like, In I the don't moment, know. they're right. just like, no, let's. Maybe Again, maybe that cave time. is fucking yet a spelunk yeah. in there. They don't have gear. Who knows? Right. Who knows? But uh, only Hugh knows. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, because like the interesting shit that well, I'm getting away from what I was saying before. Whatever. the The point of that whole thing was that a lady that was their contact there, that was the daughter of someone, her son was going to show them this cave. Right. right. But instead. So he cancels he hunting. He cancels last minute to go hunting, but then this other guy in the town yeah. literally says, "Oh, hey, I know where that cave in Brown Mountain is that you're yeah. looking for." And then and then and then because oh, she like was it. supposed to meet him. Sorry. Right. And so then this other. So it's very like serendipitous that like he he knows that the cave yeah. is where the whole last episode takes place. Right. With these coordinates and stuff because they think that these numbers on one of the emails or or in that book or no yeah. David Christie slash Terry Riss slash whoever sent pictures from a book with with scrawls of numbers which they think are GPS coordinates. Right. And those are some area in the Brown Mountains out there. Yeah. Um, which is where they end up going to this one cave. So anyway, the SS method in, in episode four of season one is like uh, they Connor is doing all of the repetitions. And it, it is interesting. And they start hearing classic ghost adventures kind of stuff. They hear cracks out in the fucking woods. They hear what sounds like a growl or something out there. It starts getting kind of creepy. And the um, Connor starts saying things like, they ask a question, and it's like, Carl, Carl something, like Carl's yeah. moving, like whatever. And, and like, you know, uh, like uh, the door, like somebody just went in the door. And it's like, yeah. some of it is pretty right on, which is interesting. Yeah. But again, I'm like, I guess we just have to do it ourselves because I'm like, what is he fucking hearing in there? Yeah, yeah. Because if it's psychic projection, how does that happen? Because he's acting like he's hearing something from a sound and trying to imitate it. Right. Uh, which I think any of us would, right? Trying to repeat the tone and whatever we're hearing, right? But um, but anyway, it starts to freak them out. They call that guy. They talk to Johnny Eltenny, um, and he. we've talked about that phone call before. Yeah. Because he, he's trying to say, hey, like, because they're like, we just keep hitting these dead ends, but then we have all these little carrots dangling. He's like, hey, 
maybe your journey is to is just to look at to call out that those carrots are dangling, right, and just be okay with it. Yeah. So then the next episode. So sorry, Connor, like you said, has a very clear vision of a tin can that's all rusted and whatever. Yeah. And they later connect that. And I think in, in the very first episode of season two, they're kind of catching up from all the things they might have missed now that they experienced season one. Yeah. Um, they all they're all there there there's so many scenes of them everyone's gathered at Dana and Greg's house at Christmas time right because all these Christmas decorations Christmas so. time yeah. Christmas <laughs> time. Um, yeah that's my, my Christmas version of poker face yeah. of the year I still think seeing that obviously Santa's right here full <laughs> of cheer <laughs> with his tiny eight reindeer Christmas time Christmas time ho 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 ho. Uh, anyway, no juice, juice, juice. Whoa, 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 ladies. No Hanukkah. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, so, but so, looping, looping back and forth, there were reports in various high strangeness accounts yeah. um, that certain interdimensional beings would take the form of sentient tin cans. It was from John Keel's Mothman prophecy yeah. shit, um, or UFO: The Strangest in the White, whatever it is. But uh, center of your mind, but. Um, where people would experience these tin cans that would move and talk to them psychically right, right, right. as if the form they had to take in that dimension was just, I'm just going to kind of be reconnaissance and act like this yeah. tin can on the ground or right. something. So Something very commonplace in everyone. Exactly. And so um, it, it, the, the last episode is they, they make it up to this cave late at night, and that's how they start the first the first frame of the first season is them on their way, so they're bookending it yeah. and making it cyclical. And they go up there and they do an Estes method up there. Um, and but one of the first things they come upon yes. um, is a soggy biscuit. No, yeah. um, but but the biscuit was stale yeah. and hard at first, and then yeah. my cock was hard <laughs> because I saw that it wasn't a biscuit. It was an old Whopper from Burger King. <laughs> and I had my yeah. pre-recorded baby cry. Exactly. I was like, is Greg, head- did he ask Greg to make a baby yeah. sound? Did he have a recording of it or For something? my headphones. Yeah. And then I had a scent of old ketchup yeah. packets yeah. in my pocket. In my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew because it was the exact sesame seeds, which are Cordelia... Western sesame seeds. <laughs> yeah, it's the cestus method. Cestus. <laughs> yeah, the sesamestes method. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, just like pick up a fucking burger off the ground yeah. and eat it. Um, After jerking on it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. How it we gotta... <laughs> I got to reheat this yeah, fucker. burger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a long hike up here, okay? I'm hungry. I'm draining. <laughs> yeah, I'm horny and hungry. Um, but uh, they do find a tin can right when they enter this place, yeah. and there are no, there's no other debris yeah. that at least they catalog on camera. So yeah. uh, it is very weird that this tin can is just sitting there. That being said, this is an old train cave, like it's an old train tunnel. Yeah. The tracks are still there. 
But it's all fucked up and as it, you go and everything's like a lot of stuff's collapsed or whatever too. It looked like a newer tin can because it wasn't yeah. like the classic rivets that yes. you then like yeah, use yeah. A, an opener for. Like it looked it was like very smooth. Yeah, had like some had like weird, those rounded edges on it and stuff. Yeah, and, and like yeah. almost like a pop top or yes. some sort where of you just peel it like off that. or something. Yeah. But yeah, um, and a, a kind of a shorty tin can too. It wasn't right, like a right. tall, yeah. you know, dog food or spaghettios tin right, can. Right. But and that might have even been one of those fucking like candles or something like that. Yeah, too. you might be right. Oh yeah, like the gel candles or whatever. Weird things. But um, but yeah, so still weird, totally yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, that's one of those times where I'm like, oh, maybe you should put an energy thing up to like an EMF reader, like things yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't know. But um, they do an Estes method there, which is it's not that it's not notable, but it's less interesting than the one from the episode before, right? Which they can't help. Um, but I think doesn't Greg start having like an like a weird episode in there? He starts freaking out or something. They're hearing voices from deeper in the cave a so... lot of the time. Season that, one. Oh, yeah. They hear the whisper that says, guys. Like, they hear a disembodied like, voice say, guys. Well, and that one was annoying because it was, like, them, like, running back and forth in the cave doing yes. the classic. You hear that? You hear that? You yeah, hear that? You yeah. can't hear shit. But it then, got pretty ghost adventure in that last thing yeah. in the cave there. And then season two is the one where they're, like, the two two guys do a reconnaissance mis- mission. Yeah. Into the cave, yeah, and Tyler like, and Greg. Can you hear that? You can hear people down yes, there and yeah, hear yeah. them more. And then, like, and once then they never go down there, right? Well, because well, it's like going too far down the exactly. cave or whatever. And that's that was that's what was was what frustrated me about both of the cave things. Where I'm like, they only stayed or in the yell beach. at them. Yes, yeah, like they something. only they only stayed in the first like thirty feet of the cave. Why? When this whole that was the big that was the frustrating thing. Where I'm like, why didn't you guys prep to have some like hiking boots, whatever's in well, there, and have string a little system. Have a little bit of equipment. Have some rope. Have some yeah. lines. Have some hooks. Some carabine. Whatever it is. Not that you got to. Well, just like, so you can find your way out. Not that you have to Carlsbad yeah. But yes, yeah. put a fucking line there. Travel in there. Like yeah. what? Some glow sticks. Some higher. Like exactly. there's like one flashlight yeah. between the two That's, of them. I'm like, they seemed are you very fucking serious. You they have, seemed ill prepared. You have this one little baton flashlight that right. you don't have your headlamps. You don't have other lamps. Exactly. You don't have a fucking megaphone just to yell at people in the exactly. cave. I love yelling cave. Yes. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> that echo? That's all I like to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, just yelling very loud. Yeah. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. Did you guys hear that? I'm in the cave. There we go. I faded away. Oh, that is funny. You do that a lot where you put the glass in between the soundboard and the key. It's one of the only spots I got right. Uh, you need like a hanging shelf that's like yeah. up there, so you gotta, but then you just stand up and fire right, away. right, right. Uh, stand and just and whack, whack it. it. Uh, but anyways, well, yeah. one of whoppers in the roof. No, uh, <laughs> uh, no, like they they seem very ill prepared to because when you're watching this, that's objectively what it's all leading to is let's go to this fucking cave, right? That's like the biggest culmination of clues that we have, yeah, and ultimately. I wasn't mad, but I was just like, go into the fucking cave more. Where they're like, right. it, it was like, there's well, kind of a drop off looking thing. But again, they kind of show, they go up there and they keep looking over. I want to go down there. It's at like a, <laughs> it's at like a 15 degree angle. It's not like some horrible. Yeah. I mean, a train was going through here. They like trains aren't going up like the fucking Thunder well, Mountain the season one cave. Disneyland. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. So, 
Um, yeah, yeah. That one they like barely go into. It's right. like it's nighttime. The so moonlight's even see. they didn't they didn't even go past where the moonlight isn't reaching. Yeah. You know, and so. I'm like, even if you're worried about an animal, right. an animal living in a cave is most likely gonna actually be hunting at right. night. So you guys like a all mountain live, and shit like you that. guys all live in the mid south. Bring a fucking gun with you. Well, like, that too. Bring like, one small gun or a just flare ca- or a flare, a flare gun or something. right? Do something to like something light fucking that torch or something like up. that. Yeah. So yeah, that, that season one, it's like there's there's Barney Rubble just yes. sitting right there <laughs> yeah. that they won't go over uh, <laughs> and climb over. Yeah, they're just like yeah. too scared as as if there's a seventy foot drop on the other side where yeah. I'm like fuck like right, go because right, right. because the whole episode is them just kind of in this Estes method yeah. circle. And all of the, it just, it tur- it's probably actually the weakest episode. It turns into just yeah. more of a normal paranormal investigation. Yeah. But the, but the, the SS method on the one before was so much stronger. So yeah. they can't help that. Again, right. it is what it was. But, it, but then they don't seem to learn from that in season two with the cave right. shit. Well, now, when they go on that reconnaissance mission, it hit the dude's wife's like, uh, no caves, no getting out of the car, no, no, yeah, yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The, wh- why would the you point? do a recon mission if you can't? Right. Go do something, and also like, bring a couple weapons with you. Weapons like, and lights. Again, right. they, that I feel like they had like one stick light. Right. They're each handing each other back, jerking it back and forth. Exactly. And it's like, dude, yeah, that's Tyler's gigantic giant, mag light that he always carries yeah, around. Just you know? get a few of those. Get right. a headlamp for twenty bucks. Like at least one of them, they finally get a headlamp for them or something. But I'm just yeah. like, again, well, when they go in that big, de- when they go deep in the cave to yeah. do the ritual. Yes, that's when they have like the headlamps and helmets yeah, and yeah. like all this shit, and it's like where but even, the fuck even was then, this before? Even then, I think you can still see the entrance of the cave where they yeah, are. they're probably not like crazy deep, you know. Into but it, yeah, but. I'm just I don't know. It's it's a weird thing because it can't be logistics or legalities because they wouldn't be going in at all, shit, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's it seems when when the whole series, one of the pillars of the series is this cave system, this caves, yeah. caves, caves. We're expecting. Cave exploration yeah. at I some see point, some deep right? Cave action, exactly. So it's like, fuck, like so. I'm anyway. cave for pay, <laughs> and so, um, anyway, so yeah. It's season one ends again, pretty strong. They have some talking head kind of conclusion moments afterwards, and kind of talking about how they're like not disappointed, but they're like, I feel like we just have more questions yeah. now. And that again, at least that's honest. Like right, that's right. you know, but um, the mystery keeps going. But again, you were part of the journey. And it does a great job of making you feel like you are right there with them. Yeah. Every, it, there's literally fucking scenes where Greg is waking up in the morning and reading Twitter and like, what the and fuck? His hair's and all go, fucked up. Going down a rabbit hole right off the bat, like yeah. a day in the life of what's happening. And so yeah. season two now starts off with not literally a bang, but uh, it's a blow bang. So yeah. not yeah. an actual v- P&V. But, yeah. um, but anyway, but no. So it's, it is interesting. I also had that thought in my head. Of you know, that <laughs> thought um, of this seems too convenient that the person that starts emailing Greg mm-hmm. is like, all right, you thought Dave Christie might have been kooky or crazy. Right. This lady's a true fucking psycho. Like yeah. she was. It's like she's like this example that uh, is like, here's what happens if you would have gone deep in those caves, you would right. have fucking been spotted by this cult and like right. all this. Re- right. So and drawn into the sex magic. Right. So this lady is named Courtney or something like that. She becomes the new emailer. So she starts emailing them a few months after hell. Your season one has already premiered. No, no, no. Oh, no, thought, no, no. Sorry. You're that, right. You're Cause right. they're like, sorry, is it right. a leak? Is it, it's like yeah, about yeah. to premiere. It's about to premiere. And you're they're right. like getting 
these emails and yeah, it's like yeah. a very similar vibe. And she, they're like, she continues to talk to them for like a few weeks or months yeah, afterwards, and, like, and then it stops. Oh, yeah. someone someone leaked it. She's seen it. Yeah, this is just that's a, right. Because the first asshole. season is like Greg being pissed. He's like, right. he's like, somebody fucking leaked it. Like he's angry that someone is or the second talking season. to him. Like, first sorry, episode, yeah. first episode, second season. Yeah, yeah. he's like uh, angry and like irritated, and it almost seems like. He had almost he does he say something like that where he's like I I kind of thought we had put it away for a while and then it like came raging back or whatever yeah. but at the same time but peop, there was such a wave of of more subtle popularity after season one where all these people were exposed to it now and trying to help him right you know so anyway but, but yeah so this was pre that but then it's like so this lady says she's now stumbled upon. She heard her children or, or yeah. women screaming or something. So, so she, she goes in the woods. She and her boyfriend were in a an RV at this lake, which is in a, an area not too far from Hellier, another part of Kentucky. Yeah, east. Like yeah, I think like the furthest point. Yeah, can, east we or can't we like can't that. remember. It's like it's something like Smith Apple or something. Kentucky yeah. is right over there, um, and so it's right by this lake. And she hears a woman screaming like she is getting fucking murdered, like right. literally getting stabbed to death or something. And it goes on for like she says like fifteen to twenty minutes, and she says she tells her boyfriend she's like, "We have to go help them. Like, bring your gun. You have like they had a gun on them. They were camping. Like, whatever." Mm-hmm. And he and he stopped her, and he was like, "No, no, no. Like, we don't want to fucking fuck with that and whatever. This could be really dangerous because even he was like, she's screaming like she's getting murdered. I don't think we should get involved in that." Mm-hmm. Um, she's like freaking out, but eventually she concedes to her boyfriend. And they just quietly listen for 15 minutes more as this lady is fucking getting murdered till it eventually stops. Right. And so that's creepy Somerset. Enough. Somerset. There we go. Um, oh, that's right. Because in my head, I kept doing the voice of various elf characters from the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion, which were all voiced by one fucking guy. Mm. And the... The Somerset Isles. The Somerset Isles. They kept saying, yeah. "Oh, I'm from the Somerset Isles," like in, hmm. where all these specific elves were yeah. from, or something. So I, I just kept of thinking but... of Midsummer. Oh, which, yeah. have you ever seen that I movie? Have not. It's pretty yeah. fucked up. It's. I gotta it's ask very you. Artistic. Yeah. And whatever, I gotta ask but... you what happens in that so that I can see if I want to see it or not. But no, I mean nothing so bad. Yeah. People say it's so disturbing and disgusting. It and is, gross but other whatever, people are like but... it. Like I've known several people in, in whatever reviews are like it's yeah. art, it's this and that. Yeah. But it's like a very high art scary movie yeah let's say that um but uh so and this and this gal is writing all these emails from her phone and very consistently too so it's like at first it's like so he writes back and then a couple days later she writes back and then there's like a day where she's like back and forth like every hour like there's because there's a whole thing where it's like oh she she already replied she already replied like da 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 and he basically is summing it up. Luckily, they don't take as long like they did in the first season. They try to sum up the whole thing within the first episode and basically showing like all her replies, giving you the gist of it. They do they do the same thing where they have some voice actor yeah. read the first email at least to set the stage. But this lady is – there's lots of misspellings, which of course, based on emails from the first thing they think might be part of a code or a cipher or whatever. Um, she was given – I can't remember what she says – she was given his email by their friend, someone else. Like it's some other name, yeah. or, or I think it was Alan. Was it Alan Greenfield or something? No, I don't know. Um, someone else, some other reference from a book. Yeah, and that they've all that they're known to have read. And so, um, she starts talking about um, how she's she's decided to not listen to her boyfriend. She went back to the lake site. 
saw like a cave or a cabin there and saw fucking bloody implements out in front. She heard people screaming inside. She took some pictures, went away. She went back, planning, planning ahead, took a weapon, whatever, went into the cave that's behind the, the property there, saw more bloody stuff, whatever. Oh, shit, they saw me. Now they're looking for it's like it, yeah. it like really grows into this creepy fucking. Right. She's like, I could be dead or trapped right. or whatever. She literally starts saying magical shit. She goes, yeah. "There's a gatekeeper who has a staff, and he can make people disappear with it." Mm-hmm. Or like all this weird. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, I'm getting more and more fascinated because this is so much more ramped up. But at the same time, I'm like, wait. And and they ask this question a lot. Like this lady also sounds like she's almost rambling. Yeah. Where she might be just a manic Crazy. depressive person. Yeah that's having schizophrenia or something like that. And again, they're very skeptical of her. But long story short, like skipping ahead, they find out she's a real person. Well, they also waited like a long time. That was like kind of the weird part. Like, oh, the email stopped. Who cares? And then for some reason, they're like, we should now check her IP address. Go. They're like, it's we should like, check her IP address. It's like, why didn't yeah. you do that when she's telling you she's right. being chased? They did. They basically did a like a Spokio.com background check eventually. Yeah. Where it's like, wouldn't that be the first thing you fucking Again, did? Again, that was another weird critique. It's like, yeah. why wait six months to a year yeah. after the email stopped to then right. go give a shit about it? And like, and then what's interesting is like, not that there was drama, but now Tyler Strand is a full part of the crew. Yeah. And after the email stopped, he and Greg have this like what they call a fight, but they don't really. It's not a dramatic fight, but basically, Strand's calling him a pussy, yeah, and saying, "Just go." That's what they want you to fucking do. If you, and you yeah. can't bring that energy when we go out there, or else that shit's gonna fucking happen. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, "There's too many synchronicities with," and like my wife was going insane with like yeah. in the first scene, especially first of season was synchronicity, real bad. Synchron- it was just constant. The, the two critiques of first season, yeah. they repeat themselves, and everyone says the same fucking thing, yeah. and then they say synchronicity like yes. a million times. And, Overly shallow cave divers, but yeah. <laughs> um, and that, yeah. But uh, so, so he's keeps trying, and, he, and he's like, "No, man, I'm not gonna fucking go out there." Greg's like, "I'm not gonna fucking go out there because some person might be fucking crazy." And then, what if it's real? And some guy with the fucking staff is levitating me, or someone's shooting me, or slitting my throat, yeah, like yeah. whatever. So, but he's like, "No, that's what they want you to think." So mm. he convinces him, and they fucking go out there. Um, they do the reconnaissance in there. I they told go, them no cave. Yeah, they go to the. <laughs> Yeah, his like Dana's like so surprisingly low energy, and I guess that's classic Canadian too. Like very polite, very calm in general. I'm thinking she kind of looks like your sister too. Kinda, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, um, what was I saying? Oh, he and Strand go be prepared for another prepared for another blast of oh. chicken. Um, but they they go out to this cave and. Is it the cave that was the Brown Mountain Cave or whatever, or was it the? Um, oh no, sorry, it's the cave that that Courtney or whatever mentions in her emails. That's right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, um, in Somerset. So they go out there. They go in this cave. They at least have a headlamps and whatever. And the biggest thing they find there is a revving up oh, engine yeah. uh, outside. It was creepy. Um, yeah, because I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, they find a bunch of bones. Um, and they, and then it's it's classic ghost ghost adventure shit. They're like, did you hear that? There's there's voices yeah. out there, and I'm like, yeah. okay, so fucking go there. Well, like, the one what are you like, doing? I want to go there. Yeah, I want to go there. And Greg's so like, bad. no, we can't. And I'm like, God, like why can't? So anyway, or just yell at them. Right. They find a bunch of bones, and it they're not so big that like it's a giant animal. They're scared that they're big enough that a larger animal could bring those kinds of carcasses right. in there. 
Which is super scary. Whether it's enough. like a Sam Squanch or just a yeah. fucking bear or mountain lion or Because something. that's also yeah. just the fear in general of you're going into caves yeah. where animals might live and large predators might live right. or be hibernating or something. So scary enough in and of itself without any paranormal stuff. But um, they go in there. They just find bones. I don't remember if anything really big comes out of that because they never go back now, to that cave. They, well, they reference it because one of the, the people they interview or whatever, the townspeople are yeah. like, oh, they've seen... A big monster going out, pulling oh, pulling right. cows or something That's the size of a was. cow or basically a cow yeah, yeah. into the cave yes. and then feasting oh, on it. Oh, this is where the like, green man shit starts. She, right, right. she goes, the green man is the ringleader or like something yeah, yeah. like that. And so then Greg looks into all these green man references, which are in... Uh, there's a, there's a yeah, cathedral, Ro- Roscochon Cathedral yeah. in France or whatever. We talked about that on Ancient Aliens yeah. where the green man figures are all around. Basically, the green man is this central figure who ends up, they end up just calling Pan for the most part. Well, it's Pan, um, but Pan's part of Green Man. Exactly, like, yeah. Green, well, so in Sabrina season three, they actually talk about Green Man and Pan. Mm-hmm. If, I don't know if you watched it yet. I have not. Uh, but that's actually like the whole season three is around uh, that, surprisingly. Or not the whole season, but, but a, a lot, chunk. a big arc of it. Um, yeah, the Green Man in general being this representation of man, um, a nature wild man kind yeah. of thing, who's this creative life force also kind of an agent of chaos yeah. and whatever too um some people equate like he's almost like the the more western genie or like things like that yeah. so uh, uh and then like the one dude like is running around and like that he goes to that one lady's house in like north carolina yeah. or so something so the, the cold like... the cold open of season 2 is tyler strand getting out of his car going up this nature trail yeah. to the coordinates a different set of coordinates they found in season 1 Mm-hmm. Uh, or or it's like the second half of the coordinates, and it's this area in Brown Mountain. Yeah. He goes up there, and there is nothing there at first, but then he sees a fucking balloon up there, which becomes a really creepy yeah. thing. Um, but then a helicopter comes, and 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 the cold open is like, holy fuck! I think they found me. I think they fucking know I'm here, and it could be any fucking yeah, yeah. helicopter going overhead. But later in the season, like four episodes in, they reveal that like that exact same day or the day before something was when they find some crazy piece of information which would have made them tell Strand not to go there. Or no, they did tell him not to go there because they found it. And he's just like, I got to fucking go. I have to go or whatever. So um, basically some information that like they might be on to the search that they're doing. Because Courtney says something like, they know you're looking or some weird thing. Yeah. And so anyway... Because um, he knocks on this lady's door, so he gets lost, and yeah. so his fucking phone dies with his GPS. He finds this weird balloon. He eventually makes it. There's nothing really that interesting else up there. He makes his way down another side of the hill, finds a house that on the property there is a huge bearded man carved yeah. into a tree, and he's like, "That." And then again, that's fucking weird. <laughs> like yeah. you're talking about all this green man shit and whatever, and then. Lot, yeah, go ahead. It knocks on the old lady's house. No, no, I was just going to say, knocks on the lady's door, and then like he's like, oh, is that a green man there? And she's like, no, that's yeah. just a dude. Exactly, yeah, And yeah. he's like, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And she basically- was, She gets, was just like neutral. She was like, well, no, yeah. like there's nothing really here. I don't really know yeah. anything about that. That's just a dude. Yeah. And then like he and gets then, followed out of town, Then basically. a, a yeah. cop, and then a bunch of cops yeah. chase him out of town. Right. The guy oh, keeps going- Oh, you're not from around here, and we know who's not from around here. Exactly. Who shouldn't be here. Very, like, yeah, very knowing stuff where it's yeah. like, and you're asking people questions around here, and we know about those kind of questions, yeah. and yeah, you should just, you know, are you leaving town right now? And he's right. like, yes, I am leaving town. Yeah. 
and then he realized he's being followed out of town, and then a bunch of cop cars right. are like seeing him out of town. Right, so right. And then fade that, away. That when is he fucking crosses some line. Exactly. Or it's like that's creepy. Even even if it's as simple as we're sick of all these paranormal enthusiasts coming in here and asking yeah. questions and creeping people out because everything's fine, or yeah. they're covering something up. Right? right, right, right. Because the Courtney's emails kept saying the cops are in on it. The yeah, city council's in, in on yeah. it. It's a cult where they do sex magic and they, they murder and torture children. Yeah, because someone had a friend who was into it yeah. and like then tried to get out. Oh, yeah, And yeah. then they ruined her life and like yes. then she was arrested and... and yeah, like to the point where killed, she had an orgy with kids there. Right, right. And then, so then she tried to get out because her yeah. boyfriend was a creep. Right. And I'm like... But now she's a pedophile and right. a rapist? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. what? <laughs> like, so, yeah. yeah. And then the cops were in on it, so again, yeah. they ruined her life. And then this lady, apparently, she went missing because she's in jail. Yes. <laughs> kind of uh, like Bobby Darcy, yeah. maybe. <laughs> um, uh, except for this lady was accused of having having meth yes. and like, doing all this stuff. And so. she had apparently never done drugs in her life. But, yeah. to be fair, Greg and the gang... Literally, you're like, oh, her whole family has criminal records and yeah, mental yeah. illness things. Not, well, it wasn't mental illness, just criminal just, records, yeah. I think. And but, again, meth does drive people nuts. Yeah. So. And so, um, but she apparently, so, and I won't skip ahead and spoil that part yet, but uh, so that first few episodes is like all the information gathering, the, the recon, like all that stuff. Yeah. And then the middle of the season is they go to, Greg's like, all the shit's going on, and I just... I just I suggested to everyone, let's fucking go. It's, this is starting to become about injured cold because there are injured cold references in some of the yeah. original emails and whatever. Let's just go to Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Like he's been there a bunch. He's like it kind of feels nice and homey there. I I love going there. I always go to the Mothman Museum while I'm there yeah. or whatever. His wife um, and then, like had their first date or some shit. Exactly, or and and so it is kind of slow. Like those two episodes where they're there, it's a little slow. I think but it, it did fall. <laughs> yeah, but it's still interesting. But I was I was like. It's not that it lags. It's just that like it's doing the, it's like filler. It's base. Well, it's it's laying the groundwork for what later becomes much more specific injured cold connections. Right. And but it's a little long in the tooth. Like it's a little excessive. It's it's them talking to like the museum owner guy. Um, they talk. Or no, that's in the other. That's in Somerset, right? The museum yeah, yeah, yeah. of the weird shit. Yeah, sorry. That's more towards the end when they come back. You're right. Then... Yeah. So in in but it, yeah in Point Pleasant they like there's a bed and breakfast there that they're in. They talk to some guy that's like just a local citizen that knows about shit going on. They go to the Mothman statue. Um, I can't remember any major things that like clue them in or whatever. Other than like, um, they just I don't know. It's it's it seems like this weird like little cathartic break they want to take, which they yeah. then also document. So. Right. Because um, then they go back back home, gather more info, realize that she's in jail, yeah, and then he sets up eventually a fucking call with like a like yeah. a conjugal and I don't call. Know how with he her. gets a video call going? That's well, I, guess, I, I guess they have like a, a la- like a, I think they just FaceTime, but Maybe, so I yeah. think it's like she has a lot of time to use the laptop for this. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Like the yeah. for the guard dials in the number. Who do you want to talk to? Here you go. Yeah. Otherwise, you're fucked. So. Um, and she really is in prison. Like yeah, she's in yeah. a fucking jump suit. There's other prisoners around. There's a guard right. you walking behind her and stuff. So they go back, and multiple things happen. the The season ramps up quite a bit. The last yeah. f- like three episodes, yeah. because he calls her when they return to Somerset. Um, realizes that she's at least a person that thinks she is who she says she is. Yeah, she does sound a lot like how she writes. Um, that was also one of the biggest differences. Is like this can't be the same person because 
David Christie wrote like a fucking author, right, and he's right. just supposed to be a doctor in the yeah. town. This person writes like a frantic woman, a frantic person, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, so he's talking to her for like 10, 15 minutes in his car, and you can tell he's having a very real, weird experience yeah. because A, she's real. Everything lines up with the facts they learn about her in a background check. She's given them her fucking address and all this kind of shit, too. Yeah. And she got put up on these charges when she had no other offenses. She was a school teacher, and she's like, now my career is completely right. ruined. I've, I've given up on ever going to teach again. And so so you actually kind of feel bad, but she's like, she seems normal, but just enough frantic Crazy, where you're like, ah, yeah. fuck, I can't just all the way believe her, right. you know? But the way she does talk, she's not going, uh, uh, she doesn't have that fast, but she's like, well, you know, it was this and da-da-da-da. She doesn't sound well-spoken. I won't go yeah. that far, but she sounds like she's had a rough life but has been taking care of it for the yeah. most part. Maybe the most together one in her family. Um, I could picture her as a school teacher with little kids, especially two or something, but um, but now she's in fucking jail, you know? So yeah. well, basically, you don't learn that much other than she goes, if you're going to go there, just be very, just tread lightly, be very careful, yeah. don't make be the quiet. same mistakes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, be quiet about it. So. And she also pivots where yeah. she's clearly writing about the green man yes and then she starts saying green men and like yeah, no yeah. they're just little green men oh, goblins yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like well in your email she says like yes very mystical style green man yeah things but then when i talked to her she's like no these are little green right. men that's right around. so you're yeah so it was like, something so the important thing so is like that it loops back to pivot. the goblins again. right right so he's like so now we're back yeah. we went from pan and green man to now right. we're back on this goblin alien cave trail exactly so they're like, okay, well, what the fuck? So yeah. then they meet up with this guy who's a, a weirdo museum in the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's like a, it's, just it's like a museum of kind of strangeness and whatever yeah. too. And then um, he's, and he's cagey about certain questions. Yeah, because he's like, no, there is magic. There is this it, again. Yeah. If you've seen season one, True Detective, yeah, then it's yeah, it's very literally this type of Carcosa-esque. shit. Carcosa-esque. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, he's like, well, my friend's doing a whole podcast on a whole year of this town and right. like he knows a lot of shit so yeah. then they go meet him and I think he runs a brewery or something yeah that's what I'm, you're saying like, at least it looked like or at least yeah. they met at a brewery they're or next to a stage second. with band equipment like rock yeah, and roll yeah, equipment like, on there yeah. Um, um, but yeah which is so, yeah. empty but so. he he like starts going down all these different paths yeah, and, yeah. and they're like oh we didn't even think about this and right. like he goes, yeah. There's crazy magic. There's robes. Yep. There's people. There's yeah. some UFO stuff. But and the whole like fucking town's in crazy. on it. Right. And this entire area is on a oh, yeah, gigantic quartz. Yeah. quartz deposit. Right. He's like the entire foundation here is fucking quartz. Yeah. And so he's like, and if and and the magnetic field because he's like, yes. there's three magnetic fields that have a high, whatever. So yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah. out there in uh, Sedona, Arizona. Yep. Somewhere in Alaska, yeah, and right in this town, because exactly, they're like doing yeah. these things where they're drawing lines and trying right, to right. connect all the dots. It, it is crazy um, that when um, Carl starts tracking the locations of all these fucking things, yeah, the first like five or six major things that they went through literally are in a fucking line with each other. Yeah. Now you could also argue, he, and he says this could be because the Mammoth Cave system connects all this place. Yeah. Because it's literally like. Point Pleasant all the way to the east, and then Hellier or Somerset all the way to the west. And then literally, if you keep going through, it passes right through where he and Connor live in Colorado. Right, right, I'm like, right. that. that is fucking weird. Like, yeah. how is it all that linear? Yeah. What would 
what would the universe or forces the be like care that it's all a line? Is that just a fuck? It's just so strange. Yeah. Like that was like one of the biggest things where I'm like, well, that's a, I don't really care about the ley line shit or world grid shit. We always because well, there's like talk the about seventh parallel and like the weirdness yeah. between thirty five and thirty seven yeah. or something. What so. I liked is that hey, to be fair, all this other periphery shit didn't add up that much or whatever. But all the big stuff was like in this one well, line, you know, and that so. comes out of the synchronicity and the, yeah. the strangeness. So that's like a, a thing of high strangeness. Like, why is this all on this line? I don't yeah. know, but I'm into that, that might high strangeness. Bro. <laughs> but they're like, oh, if the synchronicities keep happening, yeah. then you know you're. It's kind of like uh, being nudged in the right direction. Exactly. Like, oh, you kind of go this way, and you have a bumper that kind of pushes pushes you left and yeah. right down a path. That's what Tenny was telling but him too. He's like, hey, yeah, yeah. Let yourself to be nudged right, around right. and just just don't go with the flow. Baby. Don't try to find anything. Let let yourself be directed to where things might find yeah. you. You know. And then they go into all this number shit with yes. that fucking oh, guy who's yeah, like yeah. in the retirement home. Yep. And he's talking about like with Andrew Greenfield, who is a he was a big occultist, and right. in this like numerological society, and which seemed like kind of a neutral society. They didn't seem evil or anything. Right. But he's big in that world. He was like an expert that knows a lot of people. And they people. kept talking about, I can't remember whose cipher it was, but some number thing yes. where you like can like pump a sentence through it right. and it'll give you a bunch of numbers and yeah. then that can help you find the clues to these other like Somebody kind of related to them or something. No, knew that it was like a, a nine base cipher. Like I just, I ran it through the nine cipher. Like they basically run it through ciphers, which are based in numerology right. for a lot of these things because, and so you have to remember too that season one, Greg Newkirk, like his number one suspect of if this is being, if we're being fucked with, was Alan Greenfield himself. Right. So they kind of talked to him about that. He says it's not fucking me. Right. He's like, I, he's like, that's like way too big for me even. Yeah. But, um, but he's like, but because you're thinking that, you got to go with that too right. and think about what are similar, you know, what all this kind of other shit. Then now we're skipping around even more. So remember, we left up at the brewery guy thing. We come back. Yeah. We're skipping back to the whole thing where. They implanted an alien abduction in their friend's oh, right. head, who's this big, fat, seeming like a gay guy, I but I couldn't so tell. Yeah. But, um, but I think they talked about his girlfriend right. or something, whatever. whatever. But or he's married, but who yes. cares? But, uh, but anyway, Greg had a friend, has a friend, who they they wanted to experiment with a hypnotist who was also an occultist, um, and who was a real, real creep looking guy. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. He's a classic ancient aliens porn right, doctor right. looking guy, but. He he worked with them to film their friend having an um, an abduction event right. implanted in their head because basically Greg was like, "Hey, the patterns are all the same. Let's see if we can just do this." Well, and, and it see, wasn't you know. necessarily them implanting, but them experiencing. Right. Can we can we guide them on an alien abduction exactly. rather than like, "Oh, tell us how the aliens abducted you." Right. It was more like. Oh, you're there. What's there? What's the, what are you doing? And, what and are you so doing here? Seeing that the the reaction to that in the kind of Twitterverse or whatever, now that people are watching it, most of the people's problem or only problem with the show is I fucking loved every other minute of season one and two, but that abduction hypnotist thing, do you not understand how you were still leading him down a path of like you're seeing strange lights in the sky? Is how it's like well, and I was like, Yeah, that is kind of implanting something mm. in there, right? And so uh, and and Greg was like, we weren't trying to be one hundred percent non biased or whatever. Yeah, we were trying to use the patterns that people report. Yeah. in a general sense, as, as as core general as possible, and see if the same experience comes up or if there were differences. Yeah. and they were like, well, that's pretty irresponsible. And it's like, well, and, and he, he and, was and, like, and, yeah, and he literally yeah. wrote, he literally wrote, yeah. 
we put in an interview with Alan Greenfield where he told us that was fucking ir- like yeah, yeah. cruel even. He's yeah, like, yeah. I would never fucking do that. That's right. pretty cruel, you know, yeah. but and I understand did... why you wanted to, and yeah. you should at least use the information you got out of it. Well, and he was like, oh, to find out if they really did have an experience is bring something back. Like, right. What is something only they would know or exactly. figure out or whatever or yeah. not know? Which they didn't they seem to do know. very well. Well, with they that tried guy. it. Yeah. Not with that. Well, that guy was oh, already done. Oh, because it's already done. Yeah. It's when they went to do it again. Yeah. They're like, okay, bring something back. Can you yeah. bring something back? And it was yeah, like, yeah. Not but so it was kind of. It didn't yeah. seem like the focus right, right, right. of it or whatever. Because they 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 uh, they do the dude with the beard and he because that that hypnotist comes back and like guides him, but I don't think they really pull anything. They put Carl through a session. Yeah. Yeah. And he, it's kind of interesting. Like he, he he's kind of just talking like yeah. this the whole time. And yeah. he, he says, he keeps repeating certain things where he talks about how, oh, he literally saying, there's, there's other people here. And he, yeah. they keep telling him things. And they're saying, like, you know, uh, they know there's going to be, a, you know, somebody's up, they're saying someone's upstairs. And then mm-hmm. they hear creaks in the floor, which that was really creepy. Again, just like with Ghost Adventures. They totally could have faked that. I do not think these guys faked that. Mm-hmm. They're also in a new, uh, in a house that's new to them. They don't know how it sounds, but they are recording pretty like significant footsteps and knocks. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's not it's not a ton of them, but it's like when he's saying there's people here, they're yeah. around the house right now or whatever. Right. They do start hearing shit. Yeah. So, but yeah, he. Uh... Yeah, they kind of do that, and then that kind of leads to this like mega ritual yeah. session, right? Quote unquote, deep in this cave, exactly. Where then they go, and then the dude's wife is just like, "Okay, we're going to do all these rituals. We're going to give wine. We're going to yeah. blah blah blah." And like, well, all these and things f- hold on, we're also skipping the. Oh, that's what they did in Point Pleasant. They went to the fucking TNT domes, yeah. and did an Estes and did, method yeah, yeah, yeah. in there, right? Right. So, and it was, and that was the one that were constantly like. It's been thirty. I mean, should we pull him out? Should we pull him out? I was like constantly asking. Well, and like, the wife we pull was doing out? it, right? Yes. And that went. Yeah. And so, um, and so they're and they were like really they they think they think that in season one they might have contacted injured cold. Right. That being said, he never confirms that really. But then Connor does say things which he is not hearing Greg say that line up with injured cold symbolism yeah. and like lore and stuff like that. So then she goes back and tries to contact specifically Indrid Cold. He seems to have a, like a nice conversation with like they actually get some interesting things and it's pretty quick back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, so then now we're skipping to the cave, which is not the same cave I think that he and Tyler went yeah, into. It was like a big cave and they had yeah. candles and all this because it was something and... like oh, so I can't remember how. There's a lot that happens, but like they find what they think are like the real coordinates. They basically right. say that oh Greenfield confirms that. Those GPS coordinates weren't to lead Tyler to Brown Mountain, but while he was there, it gave him an extra nudge. When they went to Somerset, the craziest piece of evidence is the one road that they were going on to this one place, a tree very recently was knocked over, literally perpendicular across the road, and Greg goes and looks in the fucking roots, and there's a Mylar birthday balloon yeah. Just like what Strand found at the top of that mountain. Well, and this one was a blue star. Right. And so, oh, um, which then there were references in in some, some of the Estes methods of like to blue stars or, the, or well, something the like books, that Well, in the books, like blue sapphire and, there, blue and sapphire, stuff like that. That's what it was. Yeah. And a sapphire star and the... Right. the Because they had the, the, the different constellations where it was like, oh, Sirius it's the, this B. Sirius... Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Or, no, but was it... Yeah. 
I don't know. One, one, one's the dog, one's the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but one's a dog. Sirius one's is the, the dog star, and yeah. And then the other one, just so, like Keanu Reeves' band's name, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so then they start referencing dogs and this and yes, that and blah yeah, blah yeah. blah. So, anyways, yeah. So they that, do the cave. That is one of the weirdest fucking again. Well, Greg, and that's the one that people are like, "This is fake. This right. doesn't happen. That's not happening." Greg could have totally put a fucking whatever there. I just don't. He seems like too genuine of a guy. That truly wants to be open-minded, but actually experience things. Yeah. So I don't know, but um, but anyway, he can, he kind of has. What I like about him is he like when people are polite, he's totally willing to have a conversation. But even when people are dicks, he goes, he literally points out a big flaw in their argument. He'll be like, uh, yeah, that's why we did this, right? right you know, right. kind of thing. So, yeah. but he never seems set off by any yeah. of it because he seems confident that it's real yeah you know because so. the major number crunch happens after the final cave too right the major number crunch is like so they bring some number bad. crunching to um alan greenfield they also were we also skipped another key thing they find a guy that was a kid that grew up around a man named terry wrist who was a vietnam veteran or korea veteran right, right, right. he was a very like hyper uh, Ron Swanson, fucking um, Alex Jones style dude, mm-hmm. very conservative, very patriotic, but very also nihilistic and weird. Um, and he he lived in that area of Kentucky. Oh, right. uh, he moved there after the war or whatever. And this kid was kind of always scared. He was one of his dad's hunting buddies, right? But he had all this other shit going on. He had weird like libraries and archives in his fucking house. He said a lot of weird things that lined up to what the terrorist and the email would eventually be yeah, saying too. Right. So they kind of put a weird historical face to the name. Um, but they're also having, there's number stuff there, but they bring a bunch of the numerology shit to Greenfield. And then because of the Greenfield thing, they start putting all this other shit through the yeah. cipher or whatever right, right. too. So, cause yeah, they do the big ritual. Nothing really happens. Yeah. The, that's the climax of the last episode, right? No, but I think they do the number crunching after that. Oh no, you're right. Sorry, then sorry. It's like, Okay, like we we reached our our point of letting go our arrogance and blah blah because they yes. all get frustrated and they play the tones and there's three tones oh, they have to like yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So again, they're that like, was one of the Estes things where they were yeah. like, like hmm, three hmm, tones, yeah. Hmm, hmm, hmm. And so it's like so then they were like, do we play these tones together synchronously? Right. Do we hum these like this? Playing in order because they kept doing it and then whoever was talking to Dana at that point was going. Yep, you got it. Like all this, right, right. that was like creepy too. Like just like because she seemed to be yeah. imitating what the voice sounded like as well. Yeah. But, but yeah, sorry. So no, no, no. But they go in the cave, and again, it's like they they all expect something to appear, and nothing right. appears. But then they all get frustrated. My OCD kind of got and, like, kicked in because Gre- they show the repetitions that Greg does of the Yeo Pan, please oh, right, manifest right. and do da da da, so that we may. And he says that like seventeen times. Right. Where I'm like, again, I appreciate being in the ritual, not cutting right, it to be right. cool in reality TV. But I was just like, oh, please, this is yeah. the last time he's going to yeah. say it, you know. And playing the tones for like a half an hour, they all want to puke and just kill yes. each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they finally like break and like. Because they, they have a piano software on the laptop. Yeah. And he's like playing the, or the tablet or something. Well, and, and it just can, runs like, a sequence yeah. of playing them, I think, like individually as a, chord, as a and time. Then, yeah, and exactly. That. Right. Uh, yeah, they start feeling ill from the tones. Ill, being and then they all get really pissed off. Yeah, and then they the one 
like high energy guys like you know what guys Tyler yeah let's just drop it we're here to have fun we need yeah. to drink this wine yeah, and then yeah, everyone's yeah. like yeah we're having a great time yeah let's turn all like maybe yeah. they want us the bad forces want us to be negative yeah. let's just like own the positive energy well and then it. later when they do the mega number crunch yeah. where everything boils down to like 93 or 39 yes yeah and yeah. like all these sentences then they find a quote which the they beginning. find it real quick because it's important yeah. greenfield confirms that whatever cult he was in 93 it was an extremely important number they literally go oh i wish you 93 because it meant like health and good spirit or something like health love and something yeah yeah prosperity or something yeah Yeah. so they do the mega number crunch and then that leads them to these different passages and books right right, and then there's like literally a quote from terry wrist that is like a sentence that's in the first fucking email or something like way back when yes because connor digs it all now let's go maybe that's weird Right, but let's go this way and like crunches it down. The next time I was at Taco Bell, normally it, that's an inert environment <laughs> for me, but I found that it had been about a year since my last Whopper event. <laughs> I tried to keep healthy or yeah. whatever. You know, I have a hot Cut girlfriend. I want to yeah. make sure and you know keep it tight for her. But uh, <laughs> his dick. T- I'm also getting into like the Lauren Michaels, yeah, kids and all breaking. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> anyway, I was going to do a whole bit about how the the go the the Estes method ritual stuff changed his Whopper thing to a quesarito, yeah, uh, fetish or something. Right. When, well, yeah, it's the anyway. mixing of a corn tortilla, which is fried, and <laughs> right. a flour tortilla, exactly. <laughs> the double stack, and it, because it's always gooey, it's always soggy too. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah. it's hard, but yeah. soggy. <laughs> right. <laughs> They play with the texture a the lot more. Beef at Taco is Bell. old and still bad for you. <laughs> Gummy, but uh, <laughs> this is nuts. Uh, Gummy meat is yummy meat <laughs> for my tummy <laughs> feet. <Yeah>. My tummy feet, because <laughs> <laughs> it runs off from Hungerville and it lands right in Satisfaction Town. <laughs> This is wild. But anyway, so he does a ma- major number crunch. Everything yeah. comes to three, nine. And the yeah, only chance yeah. this could happen is like less than 2%. Right. If you do all these things. So then it starts pulling up these like sentences and yeah. structures from like, again, ancient texts. Right. And then it's like, oh my God, it's this. But then again, at the end of the day, they're like, what does it all mean? They're like, right. I don't know, but it's weird coincidence. Right. So, and, and yeah, it's, which it's is like, kind of the theme of the show, right? It, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It ends with this point of like, well, well, okay. Like Greg basically says, I feel like we finally have like almost all the threads that we need, and now we can actually go find it. Like season three, like, like up, yeah. we just need we like all of the all of the informing of whatever forces are at play here have given them what feels like a full plate to work with. Right. So now they feel like they're more prepared to go. So yeah. uh, Greg also, so now that now that we're in the post Hellier world, where now fans of season two and one have watched it and can influence, knowing he's like, they're likely investigating yeah. for season three. And someone else is probably already, well, they probably already were before season two came out. You're probably yeah. right. Um, but uh He's posted some weird things recently. Well, A, he posted like something funny. He's like, he, he went to Casa Bonita for the first time, which means, so he's, he's like, he's, he, he's like, he's like, guys, yeah. Casa Bonita is real and it's everything I hoped. He posted that a couple hours ago. Casa Bonita is like a Mexican Chuck E. Cheese. 
that is in Colorado. It's a Colorado-based oh. chain um, or place because they would show it on South Park all the time. Like the kids love going to Casa. There's mm. a whole episode about Casa Bonita. It's like it's like remember Acapulco or El Torito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that, but like four stories high with waterfalls, but then video games and taco bar, like all mm. this weird shit. Um, but anyway, he posted a post that's actually very relevant to the conversation here which I'm hoping we find out very soon. Um, Hold on, what does he say here? Um, Crossover with Ancient Aliens. Someone just put his face on Sukalos, and the meme is synchronicity. (laughs) Like the aliens. Yeah. Um, But eh, if I can't find it, whatever. Uh, uh, He, let's see. He He tweeted something a few nights ago where he was like, posted a picture of a Denny's mug at Denny's just and he's like he's like well I might have just actually like the all all of season two and one have been searching for Terry Riss and I might have just met with him mm. and it was 3 a.m. at a Denny's oh wow and so it's like it'll be interesting to see how that manifests in yeah. in something next, in season three yeah, you yeah. know so um so yeah follow his Twitter so it's it's at Newkirk but it's it's N-U-E-K-E-R-K it's like Newkirk, even though right. his normal name is his name is spelled the normal Newkirk Weird, N-E-W, so, yeah. but it's at N-E-U-K-E-R-K. So, and then it's like at Weird Dana at Connor yeah. or whatever. So, um, but yeah, like I think that a friend of yours was like, I fucking hate that they didn't fucking find anything and whatever. Yeah. And a lot of people were like that, like a lot, like a yeah. lot of people were like replying to threads, like, why would you even watch this? They don't even fucking find anything, and right. it's all fake. And so. Um, which is totally 100% a valid opinion because like that stupid blurry photos thing was going, yeah. those fucking guys were like a bunch of middle-aged men who were all 100, they literally, one guy was like, you know, about halfway through season two or season one, I was like, oh, oh, this is just all fake. Right. So I'm. So now, but then once I knew it was fake, yeah. I went along for the ride. But there's missing paragraphs in there where it's like you right. can't just say I know it's fake. Right. Here's my evidence for why. Right. And now I can accept Especially that and just enjoy it as entertainment. Because like, oh, it's like Blair right. Witch. I'm like, but Blair Witch said it was fake. Right. Like I they literally let you believe it was real. Like right. up until opening weekend. Yes. Because and then, then they, like came out like, like NBC oh, no, or like, MTV literally had the stars of the movie yeah. interviewing people going. Hey, I'm the chick from the movie. Did you know it was fake until right now? And they're yeah, like, yeah. "Oh my god, what?" Like, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, like, like, uh, and the internet wasn't as as prevalent. Sorry, right, right. that wasn't my foot. No, oh. <laughs> it was my dick. No, yeah. uh, I moved the table. But um, oh, really? Again? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. No, but uh, those 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 guys are just seem like assholes. But anyway, well, and then the one blurry photo guy, he had like someone from Skeptic Magazine on yeah. his thing. He's like, "Oh, glad to hear from you." And she's like, "Well, yeah, blah blah." blah. I'm like. And after all that shit with Graham Hancock, I'm like, fuck Skeptic Magazine. Exactly, like, yeah. Though, like, I feel like 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, Skeptic Magazine was what I liked because I was like anti like the yes. church and like exactly. all these stupid people because I'm like, fuck you guys. You, yeah. You're not better than me. So it's like, right. oh, they're proving all these things wrong. And right. now it's evolved to where they're like the church and yes. they're like, oh, no, nothing else is possible. It's, it's a religion it's of like, snarky, snarkism. Yeah, and and like, I, I no, can't tell you. wrong. It's, it's cool like, that you whoa, say that. Like, it's okay. cool that you say that because again, I was the same way. Yeah, we just love shitting on things and whatever because we had antisocial, you know, yeah. tendencies and whatever based off of bad experience. But, uh, but as we've gotten more open minded throughout, a doing probing ancient aliens has has made me in general being exposed to more interesting, weird subjects and yeah. strangeness to then going, well, 
I do want to know if that's fucking real. And yeah. and then again, there's like those three or four things that in that show are like still like, yeah, they actually might have a point that, you know, whatever, yeah, that keep yeah. it going. But um, but then you get into this world where you're like, there is so many interesting people and groups and beliefs and experiences that people have had over the years in all different countries and whatever and time periods and whatever. And yet, because it's just like evolution of t- you know linear time or whatever, yeah. it's all going to be connected eventually too. So knowing that, it's so interesting to figure out how it's all connected and not just have this religion of snarkin- snarkiness. Right. And because that's or why, just like, shutting it down, like, no, nope, right. we don't know yet. So, nope. It's like, and well, my, I thought the whole point was you're skeptic because you want to just figure it out. Right. Not shutting down right, avenues right. of thought. So, and what you just said, but yeah. no, like, like to, to the point that you're, you're saying, hey, I've grown a lot, whatever, yeah. too. Like I mean, well, there it's just was... evolved the way that's thought of, yeah. right? It's like, yeah, yeah nah. <laughs> again, it's like I've always been open to things. It's right. just like, don't tell me it's this one way, right? And now this magazine, which used yeah. to be like, oh yeah, let's challenge it, right, is now going, no, it's don't tell this me it's your pinky way. when it's clearly your huge dick. Yeah, okay. You know, I believe I that your husky voice is. was just, you know, you had a cold and you smoke right, a lot, right, but right. <laughs> yeah, and that I thing thought, is two inches thick. Okay, yeah, that that late, <laughs> your clit is seven inches. And that is not yes. uh, labia cancer. And pumping out fluid, which I'm yeah. assuming is pre-cum, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that is not pus. <laughs> um, but uh, and going, but going back to very sincere growth, where it's like, it's a... Uh, I mean, she had a sincere growth. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, <laughs> backing into her sincere yeah, I'm, growth. I'm sincerity. Yeah. Um, but uh, You want to sit on my I'm growth? <laughs> it's sincere. Yeah. Um, but no, like my my stepdad used to say, we we he was you know he's he's very Christian. After my littlest sister was born with galactosemia, which is just uh, back then a, a, a very deadly form of lactose intolerance. Yeah. Right? She's fine. She's whatever. So yeah. slightly different diet, but not much. So, but at the time they were like, <laughs> so she could she have can't downs suck on her own. Taste. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, she can't quite reach her sincere growth. Yeah. But uh, no, it's like uh, like at the time in the nineties, it was like. She could have autism. She could have this. She's gonna have. She's gonna have blah, 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 and all like all this, all this scary shit. My stepdad became very born again. My mom kind of doubled down on her already being Christian, and he and I would have religious debates. But at least he was always willing to talk about these things, and uh, and so, but he used to say that sentence, which irked me. He's like, you know, if you're an atheist, that's just another religion too. And I used to fucking oh, I hate that. I'm like, no, you you don't get it, blah blah. But now. It is true, like even like uh, Colin Moriarty, like mm. Colin's Last Stand podcast. Like he says the same thing. He's like, he's like, I used to think of myself as an atheist because I am very skeptical of religious, stuff. you know, stuff being yeah. true, like the magic part of it. Um, he's like, but I think I really am just simply an agnostic because he's like, I literally hate atheists more than vegans like Mm -hmm. they are so but both of them have adopted this religion yeah that nobody can question or whatever which is exactly what the atheists say the christians do and the muslims do and all this stuff so it's this huge hippocratic stance to take yeah and because again you're actually you're stopping your own line of thinking by if you're just saying i'm very doubtful and want to be proven this and until i'm proven i'm not gonna like go commit to this or anything so Execution wise, you're doing the same thing and living the same life, except that at least if you're just healthily skeptical, you'll actually learn more right. if you're open minded. Because you gotta right? prove all the avenues. And it's like, oh, this exactly. could be real, this is what it is, right. this is where people are experiencing. And when you right. don't close yourself off to the compassion of other people right. who maybe you don't agree with their philosophy on abortion or marriage right. or whatever it is, 
you're you're closing yourself off to the human experience, which right. that's what I liked about this show. Is this like Hellier was like this, even like as a writing major, like I am, right? Like it's like you learn so much about people don't care that much about endings, you know, they think that they do. Some people need finality or whatever, mm-hmm. but like especially people that like like to read novels. You're not caring about the ending quite as much as the whole journey, right? Like sometimes endings are great, and you're like, "Oh, the yeah. ending in that book was amazing." But it's more—it's more common that people go, "That part within the book was so fucking rad," and da 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 da. But mm-hmm. so all the of those helps the book, <laughs> right? Um, because yes, we do need some sort of of right. perceived closure, but the ending can also be there is no closure because right. sometimes in life you never get closure. Right, you're just never going to find Which isn't it. even, I'm saying, the theme here. It's more that, hey, and that's what everyone keeps telling all of them, like, you should just embrace this journey, whether it was Greenfield or Tenny or whatever. Everyone's like, you just should keep going. If you yeah. find that you're being drawn, let it draw you. And he's like, right. yeah, don't fucking walk into a house with fucking bloody implements all over the outside without something you know whatever without police or something like don't be stupid but yeah um but just be okay going on this journey you know and so i feel like i felt a catharsis in the care like not the characters in the people these this this crew of four people by coming to the point where they've accepted that by the end of season two yeah so now it's going to be interesting because it's like well if season three their mindset is now i'm cool with with let's just going with it Maybe that'll actually lead to something more tangible now. Yep. So, so that's what makes me excited. But anyway, yeah, it's 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 a very much a it's the journey, not the the ending um, right. kind of thing. And it's really I've really like it. Really did open my mind to all these connections. I mean, even as as recent as the contact in the desert, I scoffed and laughed at the fucking weird book covers of yeah. learn how to talk to gnomes and other right. fey folk and whatever. And I'm like, okay, but that book's probably dumb, and the guy's a trash right, person, right, right. but um, there is something people have experienced that even in America, you know, right. back in like the Nathaniel Hawthorne Scarlet Letter days and stuff like that. And maybe all this demonic stuff is just because we're projecting fear into it and it's all actually just entities trying to interact with us in some way or whatever, you know? So um, that's what I like the most is that they've, I feel like Hellier will both light a fire but also balance the heat yeah, yeah, of yeah. your paranormal interest. Yeah, I'll and be stuff. interested to see like contact in the desert. Like, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people will be talking about this there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just kind of like what oh, the vibe I on will, the floor will be when I'm getting wasted with yeah. Joe and Steve <laughs> on this delicious pumpkin beer <laughs> and the bar food they served, which was pizza, which is Italian food. <laughs> and they had the I forgot Italian about that weird well, square pizza they had. That pizza sucked. Yeah. But then the pizza in the actual Italian yes. restaurant was actually pretty good. Which then the next day was just like a meat salad weird place. Salad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very With odd. Edamame. <laughs> Dame bay. Um, but yeah, so uh, are you going to watch season three when it comes out? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah so. I mean. Because you were you were skeptical because so, you, you didn't spoil it for yourself or sorry you didn't spoil it for our listeners right now but yeah, you yeah. spoiled the series for yourself well to a certain extent because they're like it's all fake and then you watch you're like no it's not so then like uh, that blurry photos podcast yeah right right, right. Mm-hmm. so I was like okay this is weird but um, then watching season one I'm like yeah I don't think it's fake but season one was just like the fucking repeating insane yeah. secret I'm like I can't stand this yeah, like yeah, I'll yeah. watch season two. But right. Jesus fucking Christ, this right. is annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, where season two was then just actually way better. Yeah. It was 
they kind of figured it out a little yeah. bit. More uh, going on, so that they're therefore yeah. by default it's more balanced content yeah. than just yeah, yeah. synchronicity. And talk. again, not just again this weird. I feel like oh, we got to fill enough space so YouTube so I can right. hit all my marks. It's like yeah. oh, it's a little more just like an Amazon show because I feel yeah. like the lengths were different too. Like some were like yeah, forty five, some were fifty, some were some were an hour ten or yeah, something yeah. too. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that helps as well. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'll definitely watch yeah. season three. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah, and listen to that uh, Somewhere in the Skies podcast with uh, Con- Connor and Greg. Because uh, thinking back now, after I've seen it all, I'm like, oh, like all the shit they were saying makes yeah, a lot yeah. more sense. And you just get to hear them when they're not, not that they're being dramatic, but yeah, when yeah. they're when they're just being jovial Free and talking form, about the kinda, project. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So anyway, uh, it's getting pretty late here, yes. and it's time for Betty Bye. So <laughs> I'm here on the children's uh, <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you for supporting us here on Patreon. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, let us know what you thought of this episode too. Let us know if you guys watch Heller, Hellier, and let's start a Hellier discussion on the Patreon. We gotta get those comments going. Get all of it going. Charlie, Charlie, not Charlie Murphy. Charlie, whatever his name is, wants us to do a Discord. But I don't even know what a Discord is yet, Charlie. So I but uh, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you guys have watched the show Dusty, let us know if you watched it, what you think about it. And uh, other than that, whatever banter, see you in a couple weeks. Patriot. Taco Bell. <laughs>